How long ago did he write Game of Thrones? It's like 20 I mean, years. A long time ago, but like Gundam is older for sure. But like this part of Gundam specifically, I'm not sure how long this has existed. That's true. Um, also, I really want to see Guillermo del Toro do a Gundam thing because he, he did so good with Pacific Rim, the first one. That Dude, yeah. And, and the I, second is fucking great eye candy. Like, I, it's not good, but like I fucking love watching it. It's eye candy, but I don't want to watch it again. I, yeah. Even with, with the, the, I've watched the first Pacific Rim several <clears throat> times. I've only watched the second one once. I can watch the first one anytime. It yeah. comes on, I'm gonna watch it. Like I spoil myself though, well, in, a, in a good way. Like when that movie came out, mm-hmm. I went to one of the. I drove a long way when it was like a new thing. The the D box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to watch it in <laughs> that, and I was like. Sorry. No, and it was my first experience with it, and it would never, it would never be like that. Yeah. Like I was fucking watching the movie, and the fucking seats were moving. I'm like, I'm just laughing at the D box. They yeah, didn't. Right, that's a terrible one. Who came, <laughs> who came up with that? D box. More childish people need to be in charge of marketing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, that was a way too mature person who came up with that because they yeah. clearly didn't understand what they were saying. Hey, do you want to come sit in my D box that vibrates? <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, I have never actually watched like a 4D. A 4D movie. No, no, one and only time, and I was like, because it was a giant robot movie. I'm like, I yeah. got it. I guess, I guess it'd be fun to see. That would definitely be a 5D one where they're like hitting you with the like wind and the 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 and the fucking like spray and stuff like that. Universal Studios or something. Yeah. yeah. No, my luck. I would be the fucker who gets the broken one that actually like breaks off and just starts hosing me instead. Like, God damn. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> Now, it, now, if it did that to you when it, like, sprays some, like, one of the things, like, shoots venom at you, and then it's like, like ah! and you start freaking the fuck out, that would be something, you know, but, like, that that's the that's the best giant robot movie we've gotten in at least the last decade, so to speak. Live action-wise, I can't think of any other. Other than robot jocks, but that's way but back. I know. It was amazing at the time. As a kid, yeah. there was nothing like it, and there was nothing like that after for a long time. If if ever. Still yeah. one of my favorite cheesy movies. Yeah. I could, I could, I will watch that any given time. Yep. And it's never gotten a proper Blu-ray release. I mean, nobody cares about that movie other than, like, the six of us. Yeah, the six of us <laughs> to keep it going. I, st- I still have the VHS at my mom's house. Amazing. I, th- I think I have the DVD. I don't remember. My DVDs are all locked up, kind of. Um, but big, big robots in general, outside of the Bayverse, don't get any love on the big screen, with the exception of a quick reference here and there. You know, yeah, I like it. Ready Player One. There's yeah, Gundam in there. Jesus Christ, dude! The amount of people in Gundam groups are like, "Oh my God, did you see the Gundam in there that was on screen for approximately one minute?" And that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> you can just watch that one minute. Yeah, just watch <laughs> that over and over and over. Though, of yep. course. In reality, I don't know that he would do that well against a gigantic, not quite Mecha Godzilla, but you know, it's it, great he's got magic powers, bro. But he wasn't a new type. That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Per, but per, yeah, I would, I would love to see. But I, that well, that, I don't love the scale though of um of gun really. Like I, like they're too big for my taste. I, I've seen the real life one. Like I, I yeah, I you, see it. You're, like. I like um, my prefer just big robot wise. Not talking about Gundam, just big robot preferences. I like Pat Labor. Okay, that, yeah, yeah, more reasonable size. Most realistic, functional piece of equipment, like a Gundam size piece of metal technology, mm-hmm. 
just the fucking just being an adult and looking at fucking twerk and forces now like yeah, that shit doesn't work no that shit yeah. doesn't that shit will rip itself apart square cube law um uh, it's just so like, function yeah like a pat, pat labor or like a armored trooper votum like mm-hmm. that fucking size makes sense and it also makes or, sense for urban warfare you can hide yeah i can actually hide behind buildings or full metal panic same difference they're they're, yeah. they're tiny in comparison like the 160th scale the same size as a hg gundam yeah, so like that's the size of of robots. Holy I, shit. Like, I just got a ton of messages all at once. <laughs> Did you maybe you net cut out and just came back on? No, 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 no. I just well because it it regoes every hour or so, so it's not just constantly going. But I got uh, I just uh, set up to do a, a pass the or toy passing challenge, um, which is fun little little video thing. You know, you take your thing and you like show it off just oh, real yeah. quick and you pass it to the next person. So oh, cool. the guys that did the first video uh hit me up uh last night and they say hey can we join in on yours it's like we did the first one can we join in on yours i'm like sure just go sign up on the thing so you know because set up a spreadsheet so we can set up the order and make sure it's not just chaos and editing um so he just sent in like a ton of shit uh so that's what all the messages were so at the same time i was messaging you this morning he was hitting me and i was like and obviously i've been silent for like two hours now so um, it's just a, a whole thing that along with my charity contest that just ended and now I've got to get all the winners stuff together and things like that. Um, and I know, uh, you barely caught wind of it, uh, like a month ago. So you wouldn't have had time to jump in. Yeah, um, I was like, and Bobby mentioned it. Yeah. 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 It's like, I, well, cause you mentioned you were building Gundams and I was like, Oh fuck. It's like, I, I should hit up Joe. See if he wants to join in, dude, there were some ridiculous, ridiculous fucking, uh, things here. Let me see if I can. Let me let me send you the winner just so you have an idea here. Uh, where is he? I'll send it to you on Messenger. Ooh, that was the winner. <laughs> nice. And he scratch built that demon astray, and then the full uh, like temple diorama around it, and everything like that. Not fucking work. Yeah, because uh, it's not just a kid. There's a whole fucking diorama in there. Yes. So that's that was the advanced winner and then the best in show. Um, and so there weren't as many entries this year. It was kind of sad. Uh, just didn't get the exposure. Plus, beer flu happened. Uh, beer flu is fucking a lot of things up. It's fucking a lot of things up. But uh, I'm kind of lucky, and I fully admit this. That guy is local, so I don't have to ship his price. Nice. <laughs> I can just meet him. So he, get, he got the... Uh, you got the big boy. Oh yeah, yeah. That that thing. Whew. I've got the regular. I've got the regular one. Yeah. But that's the regular plus all the yeah. all the extra because you can actually build just the regular one. Yeah. In gray. The yeah. the uh, prototype color one. Yeah. Yeah. And then actually, one of my friends won the uh, MG Barbatos. So, and I'm about to start that one. I've got it. I mean, also. Yep. Yeah. I've only built the uh, the. Uh, the FM version. I didn't build the uh, MG obviously yet. So, but yeah, I just between Gundam and then like Transformers and stuff like that, my big robots are just kind of set, you know. And then I got the Power Ranger stuff as well. I like the Super Mini Block hits, not to mention Solo Chagokin stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, me and big robots are friends. Um, yeah. But but as you're talking about like the scale, like Transformers always made more sense exactly. size wise. Yeah, that, that's a, a same ballpark of like you know, the the other robots I'm talking about. Something yeah. that you can like Optimus Prime size, a, a robot that if you need a pilot, you can fit a pilot in there, 
a person in there and it's still a big robot. And yeah. Like Titanfall. Titanfall was a, was great. Yeah. Something in the 20 to 30 feet, you know. Exactly. And that max out. Right. Of... Fucking hide behind houses if you need to. If you're fucking fighting a war or something. Yeah, exactly. You don't I'm need... Gundam. Unless you're fighting in the city behind skyscrapers, even then you're too big to walk around the roads. Yeah, you just blow everything up. <laughs> but that's, I think that's why initially they were all developed for low G or zero G yeah, use. Space. Yeah, and they just needed something that wasn't a gigantic warship flying through space or small fighters that would just get wiped out anyways. But it's so funny that like all of these things always conclude that the ultimate weapon is a giant humanoid robot, <laughs> not not a gun, not a, not a ship. A giant humanoid robot is the way to go. I mean, it's, uh, it's something about people that want to create people. things in their own image, right? Yep. Because even because like the the thing about mobile suits is that it's basically just a binder system, but in human form. Because like in space, you're more maneuverable when you and save um. A reaction mass, safe thrust, when you can just like throw your arm and then spins you versus having to use thrust to spin you. Yeah, and that's why like uh, Z- uh, Zeta Gundam and um, uh, Hayakoshiki mm-hmm. are so maneuverable because they have those movable binders. Yeah. So basically, what they all they really need is like a fucking ball with a bunch of tentacles around it. You know, really, that's the most efficient thing. But we like to make things that we can comprehend, and also yeah. hands. They said hands help because you know they can turn knobs and grab things actual manipulators not well that's yeah. where that's what i thought was funny is that like the quote-unquote lesser things just have claws or like a three a three jaw yeah. thing just to basically hold something but then ultimately we end up with five fingers and a thumb or four fingers yeah. and a thumb if you're not weird <laughs> <laughs> extra pinky motherfucker um oh that'd be so funny and yet they don't give them toes they just give them feet because they don't they just big old chunky feet they're really chunky too. They don't even, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately, I like, well, like you said, ultimately, like a ball with a bunch of funnels and like four arms, you'd be done. Yeah. You'd, it's like you don't need much else. No. And, and like it, it, the gravity, pl- the power scaling of Gundam it, it, is exponential. It's a problem. It becomes more and more realistic. One of the reasons why I like grunt suits is because they're still somewhat grounded and the older series, mm-hmm. like Double O. Or or seed where you know, they're just fucking flying around. Yeah. You, you, you look at like old like even double eighty like they're grounded. They're not fucking flying. Yeah. They can jump sometimes or they, they can, can hover. Hover, yeah, a yeah. Little bit, but like gravity fucking matters. They're not flying because the you know the reactor output or whatever they mm-hmm. actually have energy settings. Like well you can't you can't use your jump thrust and your beam saber at the same time. As a matter of fact, Zaku's can have beam sabers because the reactors. It was just a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's part they become because gundam was like one of the was the original real robot mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. they started the genre of real robots where everything before that was super robots super like robots yeah power rangers and voltron all, all, things like voltron, that super robots yeah so like but then gundam with the newer alternate universe stuff especially mm-hmm. other than ibo Mm-hmm. I went back to the fucking roots, which is why I love it. Mm-hmm. But like, went the super robot route. There's just fucking super robots flying around with Gundam mm-hmm. face. Yeah, that's, I think that's uh, where that's where Seed failed. You're right in that. Literally, like more and more power, but without explanation, other than the fact that like these are nuclear powered. At least the good ones were nuclear powered, and uh, that's why they were so much more powerful than the other ones. Yeah, and they were massively maneuverable, but also they mostly did flight type battles like you said they're mostly fighting in the sky almost never on the ground if they did they all hovered anyways double o found its way around that because huh 
the GN drive. Yeah, GN drives the the at least the third most magical uh, <laughs> particle generation um, because they can alter the uh, which I found out just researching it because somebody wanted to know how GN drives worked, so I had to explain it to them. Um, the fact that it can actually quote unquote alter the mass or at least the gravity effect. Yeah. Uh, on the suit, so technically it's not flying so much as almost anti-graving away. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, so it's like, why doesn't it use thrusters? It's like because it kind of doesn't need them. It just sort it, of jumps. It's like feather, you know. Yeah, it sort of yeah. jumps and pushes itself forward with light particles. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, don't ask, don't ask why it can use light to do that. It's using the mass of, of photons to move itself. Right. I mean, like the, the, which, the engineering and stuff, it makes sense. It's just the, where you get another power from. Yeah. That's well, the only thing where you get, where you get, where you getting, yeah. Where you yeah. Which, which you new, which new magical source of power are you using? Yeah. But and you, then, and then the flight battles are fucking great. Like I love it. We all love, like, again, I can't mm-hmm. scrape, but then you don't get the easy eight versus scoop custom battle. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean, that that is that is a fucking robot fight. That's a real robot fight right there. But what's in, what's interesting in the Double O universe prior to Celestial being becoming a thing, you know, they had their normal whatever the reactors were, and most of the countries did use ground type fighting. So you get the Tierans and stuff like that, which is that version of the Zaku, right. um, and super old technology. If you look at it, it's like you can tell this is definitely like Eastern Asia, fucking uh, Russia type thinking big hefty you know made of metal big guns on it and it's going to go to war on the ground and it was super successful until of course the u.s comes up with the fast light jet types that can transform but you know can only take so many g's and stuff like that and you know can only attack very quickly you're not going to get in a standing battle with it because you'll just smash the shit out of it so it it moved to air yeah so it's funny that they're mech warfare advanced the same way regular warfare did. So we went yeah. from fighting on the ground to once we figured out how to fight in the air, we found the fa- way to be faster, lighter, stronger in the air, but we stopped fighting on the ground as much. Yeah. Um, until the, uh, the new gods arrived and showed us a better way. And then we accidentaled ourselves across some of their, uh, advanced technology to make ourselves better. Which was the whole idea of Double O was to make humanity better. Um, but what's funny, technology-wise, in IBO, the Ahab reactors are more ridiculous. If you actually, if you actually looked in how the Ahab reactors work, they literally are anything engines. They can, they're supposedly indestructible. They're perpetual. They will always just continually make more power. Yeah, for yeah, that's that's the thing. Like yeah, they, it, they don't because. Hundreds of years, just as powerful. Yeah, they as, just keep doing the thing. They literally can use them as generators for their ships and everything else like that. They just keep going. But then the fact that they also can create gravity with them. Like, instead of what the GN drive does by removing mass, essentially, they actually create gravity using the Ahab reactors. That's why the ships can have gravity. That's why the stations can have gravity. They're using Ahab right. reactors for that and quote-unquote gravity plates. I was like, you could have used that more to your advantage. I've been like, I'd have been creating gravity style weapons, like pull yeah. your enemy towards you with a big ass gravity plate and then smash them over the head because beam weaponry was a made obsolete, which I loved that yeah. in IBO. You're like, like, yeah, be, like, yeah, it, too, it became too much beams. Like beams were like special yeah. and then it was too many beams. Yeah, uh, seed killed beam beam tech, but instead they went with the uh, plot killer devices <laughs> with with the uh, dine slaves 
Like, yeah. oh, you thought you were the antagonist and you'd survive this? <laughs> but <laughs> the plot kill their plot armor killer. Yep. Hanate. <laughs> oh, have you seen the twenty the IBO twenty twenty meme? It's literally that battle. So they've got uh, Lupus Rex and oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then twenty twenty. Like God damn it, man! It's, like, it's IBO though. Like if you've watched the first five episodes, you know how it's going to end. Yeah, but I mean, like I think it's going to end. You know, you know, like that's this universe is not a happy one. No, it was never a happy. Kingdoms are not happy universes. Like that's yeah. But most people, they weren't well, like we've been trained to expect the good guys to win. But then, if you really look at it, Tekadon was not the good guys. No, they were just some guys. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's yeah like, exactly. It's like <laughs> it's just these, these bros over here doing the fucking bro thing. And it, it, it comes down to like, and it's not a realization they ever had because everybody has their own side. But it's almost like the shit, guys. I think we're the bad guys, you know. But in universe, they were the bad guys. But for yeah. Mars and for their people, they weren't. It they were, and I had this realization the whole time. Like, like three weeks ago, I had this realization. No joke. It just talking out, just like we just did. I went, holy shit, Tekadon with the Zeon of that. It's like, but Zeons weren't. They were the bad guys, but not necessarily the bad yeah, guys. Yeah, it's the point of view that you're being shown the story, and be like, yeah, from the Gellahorn or slash Federation side, they're the bad guys. But we're seeing it from the protagonist side. So we're seeing the guys oppressing them as the bad ones. I was like, fuck me. This is what's well, Gundam the Origins, but of IBO's universe. Gundam is like, I feel like Gundam's always been that way. Like, yeah. I, I grew up with, uh, I think that's why uh, my views are a little bit different than a lot of people's, especially in, in, in America when I came here, growing up with Gundam. Yeah. And, and like, my idea and had conversations with other people of good guys and bad guys has never meshed. Like, no. Not as an adult now more. Like yeah. more people, but as, a, as like a teenager or as a kid talk, talking about good guys, bad guys, like I feel like I'm talking to a fucking wall. Mm-hmm. Because like, people no, have... Guys, or these aren't the bad guys necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not the uh, the Marvel DC level of morality. Yeah. It's like you don't have the, you're the bad guys, you're the good guys. Everyone is the hero of their own story. Yeah nefarious plots yeah. and shit. like yeah. well who you know, and, and talking about the you know the the individual levels within a faction like yeah uh, Gundam zooms down to that like I, yeah. I probably shouldn't have watched double o80 as a kid that was, that was no <laughs> yeah you know but i did yeah so like that that maybe that's part of why i love fucking mono eyes because i i saw the zaku as kind of a good guy even though it wasn't yeah like but that's that, that, that wasn't a bad guy either like that yeah. at that specific uh, movie and that specific story there was no happy ending because there was no good guy and no bad guy yeah. the only people that profited or suffered was the fucking people who weren't even on the battlefield yeah exactly the um that old quote that war knows no nation it's like you know it's like everyone's here everyone's involved in this war there are sides but neither one is technically right but they're just right in their own mind or yeah. it, it like the the best modern comparison is the joker movie He's a villain, but he's the hero of his own story. Yeah. So I mean, e- everyone else is the villain to him in that movie. And I, th- I think it really is like that. So, like, we have a societal code of morality, and most of us subscribe to that. But, like, you can't make everyone subscribe because yeah. everyone's a hero in their own fucking story. Exactly. Right? 
I'm, I'm sure even fucking Hitler thought he was a hero in his own goddamn story, even though the rest of the world knew he wasn't. Yeah, exactly. You, you, can't, you can't convince him otherwise. No, especially if they talk really well. <laughs> right? It's like, if you're a good talker, you can bring anybody to your side. So, but yeah, yeah. We, we, just, we just try to refine a societal code that everyone can fucking, you know, sign on with. Yeah. Most of us sign on with. It, it's the societal the societal code to where we have the least amount of villains. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to end up like uh, you know My Hero Academia. <laughs> I'm not caught up, but yes. I, yeah, I, we we don't we don't want to end up in that kind of world where, well, actually, even that where some people don't see heroes as heroes. No, like Stain. Stain was like, you guys aren't fucking real heroes. You get paid for to do this shit. Like yeah. I wanted to see a real hero. Yeah, that's why he wanted to deal with All Might. Yep. Or wipe out the idea of hero as a business yes you know no but, might is a hero oh yeah. was a hero. yeah and he always I mean, will be and there, and there are fucking i mean you gotta get paid though right sometimes yeah. well that's also where i, I feel mean, we treat you know we treat like let's say firefighters they're yeah. heroes right they fucking go into fire and if they, they put put out of your house you know they yeah. put out of fire your house. but they get paid but they, they're still heroes they should so be yeah, exactly, and they should be, and it's a gray area because mm-hmm. we, we we technically have volunteer firefighters too. But I mean, even though you get paid, you're still choosing to put your life in danger to you know. For exactly, that. exactly. But then, uh, what's so funny is that One Punch Man came out way before. Yes. But also ends up being a parody of My Hero. Like, yes. It, it to the extreme, not just because of yeah. Saitama, but because of everything there is. Because you do have those super powerful heroes in that. Who literally are in it only for the buck or or for the fa- or or the fame, yeah. Whereas uh, uh, my hero does it in a very well. It's, it's well, obviously it's a high school drama as well, but yeah. mixed in with all the bullshit of of uh, One Punch Man on on the villain side. But even in there, the Monster Society <clears throat> doesn't view themselves as villains. No, they don't. They don't. They like we're claiming our shit. Yeah, and I guess the manga goes why, way why further into that. Fucking, why we're living in fucking holes. Yeah, exactly. And then well, I guess later in the manga it it's more discovered the history of monsters and how they came about and all that and why they were pushed in and humanity gets to take over, so to speak, and all things like that. So they are the suppressed people, so to speak, of that. And then of course when they started spreading the the uh, monster seeds or whatever to convert people. Yeah, you know, yeah, into monsters. Yeah. It's just like, okay, so who's right, who's really wrong here versus societal norms of protect the people of the surface? Well, technically, they're people, too. They're just monstrous people. They look different. Yeah. Basically, they just fucking look different. Yeah. They're, and, and may or may not have ridiculous powers. Yes. But, or, like, the, the people, Saitama has ridiculous powers. Yes. You well, know? He, he's a monster. Well, that's why Garo is like, so amazing. Yes. As Garo, a character. Garo. Yeah, he's. He, I am a monster. Per, to me, and a lot of people have watched online. Garo is technically the the actual protagonist of that story because he's down the middle. He's a human that doesn't like humanity, but has the power of a monster and sees it from their point of view, mm-hmm. and doesn't want to be a hero. He wants to be a monster because he was so tired of the heroes always beating down the monsters. Yeah, it's like Saitama is even as yeah, a child that it, way. Yeah. And so that's why I think ultimately it may go his way in the end. And Saitama it's like in the end, we ultimately just want him and Saitama to be either on each other's side or just polar opposites or whatever. Right. And the world becomes balanced because of them. Um, it's not like Megatron and Optimus level, but you know, 
other things like that. Every, we always got to have the polar, the the complete opposite morality, so to speak. But Garo's not actually the opposite. He's kind of he's gray. <laughs> yeah, he's he's super gray, but so is Saitama. But he is gray on the other side of gray. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like yeah. he's he's still down the middle and he does what he does because he does believe in protecting people. But once he yep. seems to have an understanding of something, his opinion can shift. Yep. Not I to mean, mention, I, he's just bored. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 like, there's so many reasons why you can like Saitama as a character. You know, yeah. not some people just like him because he can't fucking punch shit. But like, there's more yeah. depth to him. A lot more depth to him. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, shit like this is why I fucking love anime mm-hmm. and like, I, it, I, it like ex- I've, shifted, I've shifted to like within the last year or two, like exclusively to anime and manga yeah and, and media consumption other than you know regular movies and stuff so i just find it personally like opinion wise subjectively to be a superior it is way and... of storytelling than traditional american or live action or like uh you know comic book style versus manga style yeah i i think what's really strange about it so anime with the few exceptions of uh different uh genres of it um, is a superior storytelling method only you can tell yeah anything yeah but it almost modern anime is actually so close to older versions of american animated <laughs> storytelling so we used to be able to tell moral stories without these back in the day yeah it's like but bambi's mom also died you yes. know it's just yeah. like but nowadays we don't get well actually i guess pixar is a lot closer to that area where even even in uh incredibles was also borderlining that idea of heroes are heroes but are all heroes the same or are some of them not villains or is this world more gray less black and white than we really want it to be so certain writers are capable of going into those same depths and using animation to make it happen versus the super happy go lucky Good guys, bad guys, everything's fine and dandy. Otherwise, nothing ever goes wrong in your life. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon mid two thousands bullshit. I wonder if a lot of that has to do with um, uh, corporate influence, though. Like what they think the uh, target audiences, general audiences, that the like largest amount of you know audience they can capture. The easiest thing to digest. Yeah, they're it, not going like where anime doesn't care. Yeah, like, it's, like I'm gonna make this thing, and they gonna then they have an audience anyway like one of my favorite fucking my one of my two favorite uh fucking anime shows right now is one is about cooking and the other one is about volleyball two things i care <laughs> about in real life yeah 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 like, um well I'll, uh, i was thinking that uh Amer- well not exclusively american but modern uh, not always, uh, not always animated, but also younger storytelling. You know, even if it's the Nickelodeon or the Disney or whatever shit, is the mumble rap of <laughs> of morality. It's it's easy to digest, mass marketed, and you know you may not always catch everything there, but at least it was shiny. You know, whereas some people don't want depth. Let's just be honest. Not everybody wants depth, wants feelings. But like, you should have a choice, I feel like, right? True. I mean, like, I, I feel like let the audience decide. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, I feel like anime, there's so many different... I, th- I think it's called a money issue to, to call it, maybe cost less to produce or whatever, but there's so many animes out there. There's a fucking infinite animes out there. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like whatever audience wants it, they get it. If they don't want it, they don't want it. Where, like, 
if you're trying to make a piece of media for as many people as possible every fucking time, you, you, you're going to be stuck with, with certain ideas. And I think we have the cookie cutters. We have like yeah. the, the set, like I'd say eight types of shows. And they just right. go this one, this one, and then occasionally they'll go. We'll get a little bit of this one chopped in there too, you know. But anime is literally oh, we have a spectrum. Like like you said, there's an infinite number of animes, and it just the spectrum of feelings, emotions, thoughts, concepts are explored so much more with anime. And the variety of maturity you can have, yeah, a Pokemon, but <clears throat> you can have like IBO, yeah. I mean, and I think I don't know if it's partly like when the creators or studios, whatever it is, is not giving the American audience enough credit. It's you know, true. Thinking that they can't handle more than they can. I, I I don't even think it's the studios. I think it's the distribution networks because when, like I, like I compare it to, so, you know, growing up, you, you know, you're a little bit older than me. Um, growing up here, eighties, nineties, you know, you had your main stay cartoon, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Transformers, Ghostbusters. They told you the the moral things you needed to know. And then if you needed, you had educational shows to fill in the gaps otherwise. And then you get a little bit older, you get more live action shows. But also things that are a little bit more moral. You get your uh, Power Rangers and you get things like that. Then you get things like Batman Animated Series, which mm. was one of, a- which is a masterpiece. Yeah. You know, and then the DC animated universe that expanded from that, it got a little wishy-washy later on, but you know, it still stayed with the same thoughts, feelings, maturity level. Like that show was mature as hell. I mean, yes. they they won a they won a daytime Emmy for Heart of Ice. You know, the the Mr. Freeze uh yeah. episode. It's still one of the best things ever. And then like addressing real topics like the death of a loved one and how do you deal with it? when something tragic happens to you and gives you the power to deal with it, yeah. you know, well, that's also Batman. That's Batman in a nutshell, something tragic yeah. happened to him and he was given the power to deal with that tragedy by beating up thugs in alleyways. <laughs> he, or as the old joke is, he beats up people with his money. Um, so, but he's always moral and intelligent and some people love that for that. But then you also get teen Titans go later yeah. on from, yeah from the original Teen Titans, which was always a better show. I'll always argue that. But then you get to those other cartoons, those other live action shows, especially in the early 2000s, all the way up into the 2010s, that no maturity level, just silliness. And there's time yep. for that. There is. Like, I, I fully admit, I loved iCarly for the longest time. <laughs> it was a fucking funny show. It really was. And, like, and there was some humor in there that was like, a kid is not going to get that. Like that yeah. was not targeted at kids. And even though they were teenagers or younger, and then they grew up on TV and all that shit, like some of it was really good. And then it started getting garbage. You could tell where the, where the art, the authors weren't the same or the writers weren't the same. Um, and clearly the actresses wanted to stop playing teenagers as they hit their early twenties. Um, but then you get into all these shows that teaches you that you don't need your parent to have all you want in your life. You don't need to learn anything. You just need to be a goofball on the internet and you can have all the money and wealth and fame that you want. And then anime doesn't do that. No, I don't think it changed. No, it's like to me, other than evolving and more things coming up, 
like yeah. new ideas. Yeah. Because we, we we still have, I mean, to this day, we still have Dragon Ball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we still have all these other new things. Yeah. And if we just forget that GT yeah, ever existed. Huh? We just forget that GT ever existed. We forget GT ever existed because it didn't. No. Uh, and so we just go with Super, except for those few chapters. Yep. And I'm so, so I'm 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 so far behind on on soup on the manga. I, I can't. I this. I mean, that's because there's so much fucking content. It's hard to keep up. But that, I, yeah, I'm never short. I'm on a, episode eight twenty of One Piece. I I can't <laughs> even start One Piece now. I don't uh, have the time in my life. Yeah, my yeah, remaining I, life, I don't have enough time to watch all of fucking One Piece. I haven't caught up. I haven't finished Fairy Tale. Like. I got I got into just after the time skip in Fairy Tale and I had to stop and then start watching other stuff. No. Fairy Tale, I have never watched it because I always feel like it's just inferior One Piece. My girlfriend's. Um, I'll give you that. My, uh, wife, my wife watched Fairy Tale and she's like, "Yeah, it's inferior One Piece. Just watch One Piece." We I, love One, one Piece. Is like one of our fucking favorite things. It's a that's another fucking thing that's possible in anime that doesn't seem to be possible in comic books or whatever. Yeah, thirty plus year journeys of. Without any retcons, without any fucking reboots, without without any different fucking authors, even like, one story that, that stays good. Dude, yeah, the One Piece still has tear jerking moments. Eight hundred episodes in. Yeah, or I, I think I've cried more watching One Piece than any other piece of media I've ever fucking consumed. I don't think there's any one other story, with the exception of maybe some comic books, like in the Marvel lines, because they have had 40, 50 years to build out universes that have world building like one piece yeah or, or just stay consistent like i i got out of i used to love comic books we all did right but i got out of it like maybe six seven years ago i'm like mm-hmm. i i can't with this anymore like who is this character i don't i can't i can't even it's like what is a gundam at least you can be like what's well, <laughs> again yeah, yeah. Who, tell me about psylocke where do i fucking start which, which psylocke Psy- yeah you know i i just i just can't i'm like i at some point you lose connection yeah, you know, and relatability with a character when you don't even know who they are anymore yeah. or who they were. Which, ironically, because Not with writers, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that's the uh, the kind of irony to some degree is why Bobby loves Batman is that Batman is basically the most consistent comic book character of all time. <laughs> he really is, and in some continuities, it is the same Batman that has been around for forty years. Yes, there yeah. th- that does happen. But yeah, you're right. It's not like anime where yeah, they where, naruto another one like there are so, multiple like yeah uh, hajime no ippo yeah like, thousands like over a thousand chapters also in, yeah. in manga form like for a boxing and, for a boxing and, manga and it's fucking consistent yeah now and, it's, and it stays good is that there there are things i mean manga anime regardless otherwise mm-hmm. j- um, any other media like things that overstays the welcome like it just drags on and you should have end like bleach should have ended way before <laughs> way before it got to the point it got to but i'll argue with that one I'll, I'll i'll argue with you on bleach you think bleach is good i liked bleach i loved bleach hold for on a minute. hold on if one i did read i did read at least the last half of bleach and I did watch all of the anime. And I, I know the differences here and there. And there were parts that definitely overstayed its welcome. But the problem that happens too often is that with with Kubo's own family issues, you know, and then health issues because he's always sick, all these other things. And then pressure from studios and, and publishers pushing him to not get the story he wanted 
he did tell a a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, one, an incomplete story, and two, one that was just lesser quality than he wanted to tell. There were parts, there were arcs of Bleach that sucked. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I, I stuck with it even when it was bad for yeah. a long time before I finally gave up. And, and like, I, up, up, up through Eisen is fucking great, but like once full bring and then it's like oh, okay so like like ichigo is is a mayor suit of mary sues he's all the things well he's all he's all the things well he's a fucking Shinigami. i would argue i would argue fucking that I would Quincy, say, he's a fucking hollow he's the fucking every goddamn thing hey but the one and i just said this the other because i talk to myself all the time because i like intelligent conversation um <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a megatron quote actually from beast wars uh, anyways, uh, the only reason he's a Fullbringer is because his mom was a Quincy and got attacked by a Hollow. It's the only reason. It's like that's just a byproduct of all the other bullshit of his life. That's all that is, and it only meant something to build out. We had to, it had to be a reset somehow, and then they almost didn't matter at all until the very end of the story again, which was rushed and bullshit. Uh, now. The, I think they, they should have just stopped at Eisen arc, and it would have been fine. I could say, I think it was great to yeah. that point. I mean, I, I could agree with that. That they could have ended it after. We do you mean the full Eisen arc, like all the way through Hecklemundo and then the all that stuff, like where he finally beat him, and then and then. Sure, I, I can take it without that. Just Soul Society. Just the Soul but, Society. Okay. Ooh, I I mean, I, uh, Mundo is, 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 is also fine, but it becomes the same rehash. Bleach oh, it is does. Like, it is. A, a set, set of these guys, and you beat them, and then he's another set of these guys, and you get a new form, and you beat them. Well, a set of that is Dragon new... Ball, too. Exactly, but it... Dragon Ball's not good. I've always said that. I love <laughs> Dragon Ball, but I will never say Dragon it's Ball. It's good. Yeah, you never say it's good, yeah. I would never recommend someone to watch it that hasn't watched it growing up. Yeah. But you I mean, to be a fan of Dragon Ball. It's not good. <laughs> okay, so so in that argument, what's different between Naruto and Bleach in that aspect? Naruto has. Are you serious? No, no, I'm 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 playing devil's advocate. In, in Naruto it, is a much better piece of fiction than but, Bleach. But but it has story and character development of but, many characters. But and, and I like the main team. I fucking hate Sasuke. I'm okay <laughs> with Naruto. And Sakura's fine, but it's everybody else that's fucking amazing. It's Kakashi, it's Guy, it's fucking. Ugh. Okay, but Dude, see, I, but see, that was also Naruto, Naruto. Also, you get me started. Naruto also <laughs> pissed me off. I was a huge fan until I also dropped off, and I finished it. But like, uh-huh. I gave up on saying I'm a huge fan. As soon as I, I knew what's gonna happen, I was hoping it doesn't happen. As soon as I saw that Sasuke really is gonna get fucking ter- like. A redemption arc mm-hmm. i'm like i'm done with this this has become a child story now like you don't you don't get to fucking do that and everything he did and and gets to come back you just fucking don't i'm okay vader got to come back because he died if vader didn't fucking die people aren't going to be like oh we're we're cool with this. it's a yeah. problem same problem i have with magneto you don't get to fucking try to commit genocide and then people are cool with you again after that that's just not how it works but uh, but they did address that. They had they did actually address that in the series in the manga where Sasuke doesn't live in the village. He just goes out and is the shadow Hokage, you yeah. know. So he and his his redemption arc is, I really fucked everything, but I also helped bring about the change of the world that I wanted. So he sort of got his moral ending, just 
not by killing Naruto like he thought he would. He did manage to reset the world in the same way that he wanted to, but he didn't have to die to do it. But his old ways, his old thoughts, his old heart did. That, that's why I was able to power through it. But that's, like, that's I, I the, like it, but like, it's the power of talking no jutsu. <laughs> that's what Naruto has. Yes. Hey, you've got a great talker. You can get but, everyone to do uh, what you want. Goku sort of has that. He brings people to his side that were his enemies. Yeah, Goku's an idiot. Usually through... I don't like Goku. I like Vegeta. Vegeta's my guy. Vegeta actually gets real development. Go well, Goku has a flat character arc, so it doesn't matter. He's, 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 a, he's a child that never grew up. Yeah. Literally. He does, he's he's the same fucking four-year-old yeah. I grew up with. Yeah, Goku doesn't... But the Goku's story isn't about him changing. It's about him changing the world around him. Yeah, like, how, why does he have fucking kids? <laughs> I don't know. Piccolo. We don't even know how they happen, technically. Everyone knows Piccolo is the real dad of Gohan. <laughs> yes, that. That's why I love DBZA. And I, I love the fucking memes, like the Father's Day memes of Gohan giving, yeah. <laughs> giving Piccolo gifts and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Naruto is great. Naruto has tons of interesting characters yeah. in different arcs. Okay, we'll see. That all that's true, but. Okay, well, see, no, my argument was the cyclical nature of new bad guy, get beat, come back with new power, new bad guy, get beat, come back with new power is exactly the same between Bleach and Naruto. Huh? It doesn't, for, for, I can see that, but for wherever it is, it doesn't, it, do, it doesn't feel the same. Maybe it's because there's more character development in Naruto. I feel like in Bleach, it's literally, it's almost like Freak of the Week, like Power Rangers mm -hmm. now. He's it is. Here's a little bit of story about them. Some of them might be interesting, but who gives a fuck? I, I would say that that Bleach and the is interesting. Yeah, I think Kubo is more is at heart an artist and not a writer. Oh yeah, I think that's the problem. He likes to draw cool shit. He said that he likes to draw cool shit. That's why fucking Ichigo has like eighty six different forms. Mm -hmm. They're cool. That's fine. You see him like literally once sometimes, right? Yeah. The woman which he beat Eisen and never comes back again. No, the Mugetsu does not. No. You know, and his hollow form like gets thrown away completely too, right? No, he well, not, not technically because after after he uses the uh, or do you mean his full hollow or yeah, the mask? Well, once he becomes more fused with it, then he doesn't need it anymore. He doesn't. And full bring, uh, full bring was throwaway because it was his reset to show that he still had power. But I loved well, actually, you know, that's one of the better things about when he does get his power back and Rukia is telling Ginjo, she's like. You think you took his power? That Fulbring was literally the tip of the fucking iceberg of his true power. You took nothing. You took a shadow of who he fucking really is. You think you're powerful? Just wait till this fucking transformation's done, asshole. So that's that's one of the better parts of that. So even though he was robbed of his powers or gave them up, everybody team, everybody who learned to like him gave him back powers the same way. But then, of course, later on... In the Thousand Year Blood War, you know, his Bankai gets broken. And then he finds the truth of his actual powers. That's where I actually really enjoyed that story is when they got deeper into it. Yes, it, I think if, I, by, by that point, it was like, it was so much bullshit. Case yeah, no, you're right. It, you're right. It took, if you cut all that shit out, it would have been, if you, you know, I wouldn't. And, and it's, I know it's not just a me thing. It's a no, no, wide, no. You're right. Widely community opinion that fucking bleach became awful well here's the thing you have to realize the entire bleach story takes place in like a year and a half you don't have 15 years of development you have a yeah. year and a half of development ichigo is only 16 by the end of it <laughs> he's super bland but that's the he's, point he is it well the funny thing is like 
So it's like like he has no motivation. Like he has no self drive. He's like he's just no, a reactionary true. thing. It's to true. Everything. It's true. He's a yeah, and he never dev- I feel like he never develops it. He never be like I I've been reacting to everything from up to this point. Like this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I'm gonna get. I feel like I never got that from him. No, you're right. I, I agree with that. That he uh It's a wet blanket. He's a he is a wet blanket for sure. A very powerful wet blanket. He's a very powerful wet blanket surrounded by other wet blankets. But he would be the Goku of that. I mean, he his only motivation, you're right, is reacting to a friend getting taken, and that's essentially all it comes down to. Until okay. until it comes down to, oh, this motherfucker will actually destroy everything if I don't stop it, which that pushes it up into the Dragon Ball Z area even though the thousand year blood war was actually a, a nice a, a good arc just ended terribly but it was it was the Madara problem like oops we built a god how do we kill a god <laughs> it's like my bad like to, uh, kubo wrote himself into a corner so what ass pull do i need to end this god and that was bullshit but yeah, that, that's one thing that is uh an issue with shonen uh, um, manga and anime in general as the as the power escalation power creep like yeah always and and like and that's why I always love Gurren Lagann they just took it and ran with it it's like we're oh, gonna yeah. make shit the size of a fucking galaxy that's gonna throw galaxies around and, yeah. and we're, not we're, apologize for it we're slamming two galaxies together to make a giant ball of energy attack that yeah, somehow totally. a single planet can watch this battle happen in the sky we're ignoring exactly. that we're ignoring that entirely realistically they would have they they had to have been fighting way 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 further away because there's no way they're fighting in earth's orbit and they wouldn't have seen it till like millions and millions and millions of years after it happened because of light travel yeah unless it's literally being projected into the sky actually no wait didn't wait wait actually actually universe they created the universe yeah but i was gonna say i think didn't the anti-spiral guy literally say i want to show your people how you get defeated so maybe yes. he was projecting so that everybody could see so that's why they could see it but like the whole the literally the fucking theme song is do the impossible see the invisible yeah that, that no. that's the name of, that's the that is the motto of the show is like fuck it we're gonna drill through this shit yeah and so, the, I, mean, I think there's a difference of like doing that shit on purpose versus writing yourself in the corner which a lot of i feel like shonen does Oh, they always do, yeah. And then if they don't have a set ending, they always write themselves into a corner. Like, Except for One Piece, somehow. So they can't find the ending of One Piece. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still looking I, for that. I feel like there will be no ending to One Piece. I, are you are you a fan of Berserk at all? I know of it, but I, I've never seen it. That's another thing. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how how this is going to keep going. I mean, it's, it's still fucking amazing, even mm-hmm. though he only comes out one chapter a year nowadays. But I didn't know, even realize it was still going. No one can guess the ending to that shit because because we have a man against a god. Yeah, yeah. But like a lot of people are saying, like they don't have to fight just just because you're used to endings being a climactic battle doesn't mean every story has to have a climactic battle. You can have a story where a guy just walks away. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's well that's kind of how Gurren Lagann ended. There yeah. was a final battle, but in the end, Shimon just walked away to go live his life after going through hell. Yeah. And like the kid is like, I don't know who you are. He's like, yeah. That's fine. I'm yeah. old man now. This that's the next generation doing their thing. But that that was also another theme of the show is like leave something behind for the next generation. Exactly. Like you got some shit from the last generation. Do what you can. Leave something for the next, and just keep going. Yeah. I, I love that show. That's like. Uh, so wait, I, IBO in that aspect was actually very similar to Gurren Logan. Mm-hmm. 
Except we're not talking about the fact that there were children fucking in a robot. <laughs> they were children. That's okay. She got pregnant. We're not going to think about that. It's a weird... Um, I mean, not weird. It's, it's uh, interesting cultural differences with... Uh, you know, Japan and that's America. That's true. That's true. Yes, like everything, like it bother, not bothers me, but like it does get as I get older, it is tiresome sometimes where the protagonists are always like fucking 13, 14 year olds. When I'm like, maybe a 13 year old, 14 year old and Japanese kid is very different from a 13, 14 year old American kid. Cause I've, you know, even myself as a 13, 14 year old, there's no way I would do any of this shit or no, knew anyone who was like fucking intelligent or <laughs> to do any of this shit. But apparently, all these anime kids are 14 and, I mean, and like but it's a cultural thing because like you see a, a college student or tw- someone in the mid-20s like people call them old men and it's, it's a funny joke all the time but like I, I guess that's just how the culture is like you they're, become old once you're not a kid anymore they're they're raised quicker in a way with the education yeah. system and things like that yeah actually yeah, like, you know what? they'll call you g-san like exactly. as a, as a, which is like granddad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know you know what's one of my favorite favorite anime series that has nothing to do with Mecha or anything like that is mm. Beck. I have not watched that or okay. read that. Okay. It, it's so normal up until a point and it, it's just great. I mean, it's a slice of life to some degree, just revolving around a band. And then there's random weird shit. That's never answered. Like the weird Frankenstein dogs. That's it. That's all it is. It's like they name themselves after a weird Frankenstein dog named Beck that nobody knows where he came from. And then later on, we find another one. And we're like, wait, we're not even going to address the weird Frankenstein dogs? No, we're just going to keep making our music. Now, that's, not, that's not the point of the show. Who no, cares about it's not. Dog? Now, I will, I will... Yeah, so I will tell you, if, if you can find the original version of the show, watch that one. Because they had to change it later because they were using Beatles songs. So they had, they had to actually alter the later release. So the DVD release that I bought that came with the cool, uh, came with the cool, uh, speaker box to keep it in, uh, does not finish with the same songs that the original did. And I was like, I can't watch this. I can't. I was like, this does, it's not the same. It doesn't carry on the same. It's not even the same fucking song. I was like, they had to redo it with a non Beatles song. I'm sure I can find the original to download somewhere. If you, if you can, I liked it. I really liked it because yeah, I, I like I like things of all genre. I like anime, but like I like anime yeah. of all genre. It's not just like um, you know shonen stuff that I like. Like I said, I yeah. like manga, which is just like a cute story about like these kids in high school. Mm-hmm. I like um, Paradise Kitch, which is about well, I like a lot of shoujo's, like traditionally like girl mm-hmm. animes and stories towards girls. Like mm-hmm. I like those. I like the romance stories. I like fucking the Orin High School Host Club. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's see, see, I I know of a lot versus haven't seen as many because I think there's like <laughs> there's so many. Like I I try to pick like if I, if I can I'll watch the the newest biggest shonen thing because it's easy yeah. and accessible. I'm still working my way through. Uh, I think I'm on season is it season four of my hero that's on. I I have not watched the newest season because you know I wait for the whole season. Yeah, I'm just trying to I, I'm trying to figure out where where I'm at. Uh. He's just gone to work with uh, uh, Night Eye. Do you uh, do you watch uh, All Might versus um, One for All? I mean, yeah, all that's already one. yeah, that's already happened. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm shortly past. I'm I'm start. I'm where they started training with the n- new heroes, like the the face through wall guy. 
yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. So we're roughly in the yeah, same spot. So because so, that's when the next season starts. So I haven't started that. Okay, season. okay. So I, 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 so I need to do that, but I'm on One Piece now. Yeah. So Dude, the, I'm only I'm only 200 episodes from catching up. <laughs> 150. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, uh, One Piece is is fucking good. I mean, I, it's, that's a reason why it's, it's still around as still like the most popular fucking thing after 30 years. Yeah. In Japan and what, fucking it's it's stayed consistent. It's top sales for 30 years in it, a row it's like, either, it's top one two or three just depending on who the other top is you know because yeah. it was it was bleach naruto one piece for the longest time and then bleach those two are go- those two are essentially gone we're not counting baruto uh, yeah naruto's i mean bleach, bleach died off before it ended though naruto didn't die off till naruto ended yeah that's true that's what i was getting at that's why i'm not i'm and, not and counting this one ago, like you know demon slayer was is good it's great and then you know but it's more like the new hotness versus there's no more staying power than one piece yeah right you now. don't you don't have another th- other than dragon ball you do not have another 30-year legacy show right and dragon ball is not that good nor is it nor is it thought of that way it's as popular as it is like i i would think most dragon ball fans wouldn't tell you that it's a fucking great no. piece of meat. Although, although the super anime did in the last couple of battles of super anime were good. I mean, I, anime, I can't, he's always good, right? You know, it's, yeah. Like the you most have, expensive have episodes. You don't have substance. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. And I've watched a lot of video essays on this and like, uh, now, now I'm totally convinced that Frieza was basically the best character out of Dragon Ball super. Like, I'm not sure if I've caught up enough character wise, like character wise from the, from no. the anime. On, and super yeah like yeah, from, from, i know he, he i know he like they need him to help at some point that's all i know I, oh okay I, so you haven't gotten to the universe survival okay no because i've I'm basically just the movies where, okay okay so where they fucking you know, beat his golden form down again. yeah yeah so from where frieza started in z as just space napoleon hitler you mm-hmm. know getting basically humbled repeatedly not to mean not to mention being killed by a kid from the future with a sword. Um, easily. Easily. God damn, he got that beat so embarrassing. He got beat so that mean that means that like Trunks was so much stronger, even in his crappy base Super Saiyan, than Goku maxed out was on, on Namek. Yeah, because he's been training as a Super Saiyan. Goku just turned Super Saiyan. At the time, yeah. And, you're right. and that was that's always how you show power, right? In in yeah. a narrative. Why you show someone real strong getting beat real easily? Yeah, exactly. But then, so, okay, so if we're going from that point to the occasional being popped up in hell on a side story, um, Frieza stayed the same until Resurrection of F. Yep. So gets brought back, and then he trains for the first time ever, so that he gets his stronger golden form, and then he gets fucking just slammed by Goku and Vegeta, mm-hmm. and technically Whis, if we're honest. <laughs> Yeah. And then when he comes back again in in later in Super, so yeah, they they need somebody else for their team. They need a certain, you know, they need like 10 teammates and uh, Majin Buu decided he wanted to take a nap instead of helping. Which is uh, which is characteristic of him. I don't blame him. But I, li- it, I like Buu. <laughs> yeah. But if you haven't watched that far, Buu actually decides to train as well to get stronger to help. So we actually get a slim Majin Buu for a little while. Oh shit! Okay. So Majin Buu, not what you call not yeah, the not Buu. Super Buu, not Super yeah. Buu, but Majin Buu actually slims down and he's training, uh, which is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Um, no, Dragon Ball is fucking amazing if you already like Dragon Ball. <laughs> exactly, 
Don't try to. I love Dragon Ball. Yeah, with no with no history, it's not good to anybody. I have a problem with Frieza becoming. I guess I don't know if he becomes a good guy, but like there's there's a certain thing you don't get redemption for. No, no, Frieza Frieza becomes a less bad guy. Yeah, but But, like there's still no redemption for that. He was a genocidal maniac. But he's still a selfish piece of shit. But, and he still hates Goku. Still hates Vegeta. But he actually gets real character development for him mm-hmm. which is so, which is fine like i'm not a fan of villains but i i'm not against villains either in that they, they get they should have an arc yeah they, he has he has I, a, I can like a villain without being a fan of it if yeah. that makes sense yeah, yeah yeah exactly but he's not like an anti-hero or anything like that exactly i don't want that he comes in they they have to get him so he gets granted the same way goku did uh you know we give you one day to to come back to the world of the living to help so they have to bring him back through with you know through Baba, uh, you know he's got the halo and all that. But the conversation that he and Goku have in the in the other world, because um, I don't know if you remember, Frieza's prison is basically being strapped in a cocoon to a uh, cherry blossom yeah, tree yeah, in a super true. happy fun time world, and he <laughs> so fucking hates it. It's amazing. So Goku and and Frieza have a like real talk conversation. For the first time ever, while they're still there, and he's like, "Look, we'll bring you back, but you have to help us." And he's like, "Well, if I help you, you gotta resurrect me." And he's like, "Well, if I resurrect you, are you gonna turn around and do this?" And he goes, "Well, that's who I am." And Goku said, "Basically, he's like, well, then you know what I'll have to do. And if you want to end up here again, this is what it's gonna be." Kind of. They have a real talk conversation, and it, normally Goku is the idiot. Yeah, he doesn't talk. I mean, no. he doesn't talk well. No, and this is one of the first times ever, and I get chills thinking about it, because he gets serious, and he really is straightforward with Frieza. But then when they do bring him back, he spends the first 10 minutes of being alive again fucking fighting Goku, like, basically trying to betray him. <laughs> and Goku have to spend that time... So they're sizing each other up. He sucker punches him in the gut, he gets sucker punched right back. And then they immediately have to fight on each other's side because a whole bunch of fucking um, mercenaries get sent to kill them from another universe or at least kill Frieza. Cause they know that Frieza's are another Trump card. And, uh, and, and I heard the uh, quality got better too, right? Cause the animation quality I heard was real bad at the beginning. It was garbage. Like- yeah. They, they didn't have the time to make it look good. Uh, the chant, the channel uh, totally not Mark actually went back and, with a couple of his buddies who can really, really draw anime stuff, reanimated the wor- or at least redrew the worst scenes from Super, and wow. made and made them on on character and everything on model, and That's like incredible. yeah, just single frames, mind you, yeah, but, but took some of the most garbage frames and fixed them. But like after watching his video essays, like Goku is just Goku. He's always going to be Goku. Vegeta is evolving slowly as a character, especially even now, uh, as he's really, really trying to surpass Goku because he can't do Ultra Instinct, so you have to do something else. So yeah. now he's got he's got to find his own way. He even says, "Look, I can't beat you at your game, so I'm gonna find my way to be better than you." Finally, I mean, that's what uh, what's his face told him. The yeah. cat face told him. He's like, "Look, you you keep fucking following his coattail, man. You got to do your you know do, do your, your own thing. thing." Yeah, exactly. And so uh, that's where and then having Vegeta find another reason to be better other than his own pride, which he gets with the universe uh, six Saiyans. Um, 
especially with Kaba. Um, he decides to be better. Now, and then Jiren is just the wall that everybody needs to beat. He's like yeah. literally, literally the pointless wall that is this stu- plot, plot, just for plot. Yeah, but they try to give him character development. It doesn't necessarily work, but it also gives Frieza his best moment ever, right near the end of the the final battle. Like as a character, Frieza's best moment. Yeah. Aside yeah, from I mean, the aside from the Broly movie where they dump. I mean, Bro- I Broly, and as much as I talk about, I like depth and all that shit. Broly is my favorite character, my new favorite Bro- Dragon Ball character. New Broly and, or original Broly? Any Broly. Just Broly. Okay. Yeah, Lady Broly. Uh, any Broly. <laughs> Lady but, Broly. Yes. I just fucking love. Like, yeah. I mean, he's not evil. He's he's just a fucking force of nature of destruction and hate yep. and anger. And I'm like, I resonate with that shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Shit sometimes, and he's really good at it and that's what he does but that's why new broly is and better broly. and new broly is better and i yeah. love new broly i just don't like his um leggings <laughs> <laughs> i agree with that i like old broly's uh costume i wish new broly is just like the armor but with the old outfit underneath i i, I think I he i like the cat ear cape like he has so much more character development i mean he had like a basic character an like, actual story yeah. yeah now he has a more it's basically the same story, but more fleshed out and, and more personality. And and canon. I was always upset yep. because my favorite character that didn't exist. Yep. And he's got a waifu. Oh yeah, yeah. A cute little girl. Explain that his Super Saiyan is not the same as a regular Super Saiyan. They haven't yet, but they will eventually. Yeah, he's Be- not a regular Super Saiyan. He's like the Super. He was born a Super Saiyan, basically, right? He's more or less. Like green and shit. It's like. He's what the legend. Well, depends on how far you go back with, you know, the do you, um, the legend. Because yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Super Saiyan is actually just uh, Bardock. Actually, not. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Super Saiyan God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Super the original Super Saiyan God. No, the original. Well, actually, he's the original Super Saiyan. Yeah. It's just Bardock travel back in time, turned Super Saiyan for the first time, which was never known before. Yeah, but and then it's now canon. Jesus. Beat up Frieza's fucking ancestor, and that's where the fucking thing Legend comes from. Of, yeah. Right? No, I, I've, see, I've seen that. All Saiyans can turn Super Saiyan, basically. It's like, just that he was the first one to activate it. Yeah. It's just like who... Yeah, all Super Saiyan, all Saiyans can turn Super Saiyan with the right motivation and strength level and things yeah. like that. But it's just that... And they've also sort of... <laughs> the way the Universe 6 ones change is so funny. You feel the tingling sensation in your back, and then you just let it go. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, forget the... Uh, I, I think even Vegeta had that reaction. He's like, seriously? What the fuck? But <laughs> technically, they're different. It's a different yeah, universe. It's a different universe. They've, it's a different timeline. They evolve differently. Yeah. Parallel. But like, Broly is different. It's always been different. Even yeah. as the introduction as, as in the movies, like, he was the legendary Super Saiyan. Yeah. He doesn't look the same. And uh, Kale is, uh, that universe is Broly. Yeah. So. Lady Broly. Yeah, Lady Broly, and she has she has the same kind of power. So we know that canonically, someone can access that level of power. Whether it's maybe it's another form of Super Saiyan rage, like Trunks can do, and we've seen later. Uh, but we always see that associated with uh, Blue, never yeah. never with the normal Yellow. So imagine Super Saiyan rage, but in normal base Super Saiyan. It feels like it was a born legendary status because like at birth i mean they they try to kill broly because at birth he was stronger than like anything everybody at, yeah an infant but his power would fluctuate remember because yeah. he had like because 10 of, 10, 000 and then 20 yeah. yeah but like he was born different like he was special 
Yeah, he's like an unstable reactor. It's like he just gets these amazing spikes, but with no training. So what? But if you paid attention in the Broly movie, uh, I mean, the new one, them in, he was fighting the god forms of the, yeah. the Vegeta Goku in base form. In base form. Himself. But if you paid attention to when they transformed, they glinted green as they were going through their levels. So they were hinting at that even these guys on their way up could do it. So imagine if they had the other, another form that wasn't blue, but it was green, so to speak. Um, just and so you get to break the universe like they did in the Broly movie. Like they fought so hard, like that fucking broke reality, basically. Yeah. Like literally, what the hell is this? Yeah, well, we're, we're a whole other dimension fighting. Yeah, and um, also, so Broly cannon and Gogeta cannon. Yep. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan of the new Gogeta design, I like the old one slightly better. Yeah. But maybe they'll work on that. And we're not even talking about uh, superheroes. That was that's the wonkiest shit of all time. Are you saying it? Huh? What are you talking about Saiyan man? No, no, no. I'm talking about uh the the heroes anime from the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. That is oh my god, dude. Like just what the fuck? It's just like every, every Dragon Ball nerd's wet dream of hey, what if we did this? What if we did this? So you actually get Super Saiyan four, Super, Super Saiyan four Gogeta, uh, from Time Time Force or whatever. It's like, but then hey, what if we actually did it this way as well? It's like I think they I think they even attempted Super Saiyan four Vegito. It's just like, yeah. it's like there was, okay, there was, there's art of Super Saiyan four fucking Broly, but like with with this whole multiverse thing now, like I guess GT is somewhat canon. It can be sort of. No, fuck you. Even yeah. in the multiverse, GT doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's one of the universes that got destroyed. Yeah, that's true. We got to hope. We got to hope. Shitty. It, it's like, fuck I mean, if they can make Super Saiyan 4 work in universe, fine. But then again, Broly's base form, when his eyes go gold and he's just raging and stupid powerful, they're claiming that maybe that's about Super Saiyan 4, but in the space where they say Super Saiyan 4 is the true Super Saiyan. Anyways, so or harnessing the power of the uh, Uzaru form, but in normal form, yeah. So that's why you're not losing your shit. Yeah. So that is Super Saiyan Four, you know, from GT. That's what it was. Just getting getting your shit together. So (laughs) I mean, so hopefully down the line we get more Broly back in the in the new series whenever that may be, as they continue on down this ridiculous road. Where they're fighting this other guy. I mean, it's it's it knows it's it knows what it is. Dragon Ball knows what it, is. it doesn't take itself seriously. It knows it's just gonna go down this fucking crazy ass road, and it's fine. And like, obviously, we love it, right? and and it's obviously good in the respect that we're passionately talking about Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, we can both say it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing, isn't it? It's like I fucking love it. It's amazing to me, but it's not good. Well, it's, it's like hard, it's like it's a hard explain feeling. There's not many things like that in the world for me other than dragon ball it, it's mcdonald's it's wow, definitely it, it's definitely it's but it's garbage but it's mcdonald's to anybody any day but you know it's crap it's, <laughs> it's not good for you it's not it's not good for you and it's generally not that good and it'll make you feel bad after you eat it yeah and yeah. you go back for more and you like go dragon back for more it's like dragon ball it's the mcdonald's of of shonen anime but you still hate bleach. Uh, yeah. This fucker. 
And you know what? What, <laughs> what comes from is is the letdown. If something was, ne- oh, yeah, I yeah, hate, yeah. I don't hate divers because I never expected much, and it was never much. Yeah. But because bleach was good, and it was such a letdown that it makes me angry. It was a drop off. I understand. Yeah. No, I get, I get it. I just, I saw past it. Right, as a fan of, because, because uh, I, I feel like I waste a lot of time on it. Right, it was what it is. Like I spent years on it. Like even yeah. when it was not good. Week after week, I read it like it's gonna get better. It was great. It's gonna get better. It's gonna be. I mean, eventually I fell off, but that was not after. I feel like I wasted three years of following it. I guess. If if you see, see what what is that saying? It's like if you enjoyed the time you wasted, was it a waste of time? I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you didn't. didn't. No, that's the problem. Like I was waiting for it to get good again. That whole time I was not. Even the art fell off. There was like sloppy as fuck. Yeah, you he know, was he was having issues. Yeah. Where he was just fucking slapping ink on paper. Yeah, and because even when sometimes it wasn't the best writing or with anything, if the art is good, that's something to look at. But there was a point where you read it, you can't even tell what's going on. Yeah, because it's just messy. I agree. Well, he always hated drawing full pages. Anyways, he liked drawing characters with super minimal backgrounds. So he went back to that at the end. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. And hey, the anime is coming back. So there's that. Yeah, that's that too which is weird that it's having a resurgence even though it's widely regarded as not a good thing i, but I, I guess I, I think it's because i like watching bleach like i i think it's going to be the redemption deal i think it's literally like look we know the end fucking sucked and you hated where we stopped this will be our chance to fix that hopefully and, and that's I mean, what i want money into it that you know it's got to be have some level of quality i would hope well for me i just really want to see yamamoto's bankai animated but well, the problem Christ. also is a lot of the some of the anime filler arc contradicts with what happens with the manga at the end. Yeah, like, we don't they, had a manga, they have a bankai like uh, side arc in the anime. I know that. Oh but yeah, yeah, that's weird. It's not what the bankai's ended up being in the story. No, yeah, there's there's weird. The well filler in and of itself sucks. Which speaking of fall off and getting bad, that I didn't think Naruto was ever going to get good again because it had a year of straight filler. In the anime, yeah. so yeah. I actually quit watching until they got to Shippuden. I stopped watching a long, like yeah, around. The, I I went once I started reading. I just didn't go back to watching. Yeah, because I was I was reading it to some degree at that I was point. So ahead. I was so ahead at that point. It wasn't you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I knew I already knew where it was supposed to do the time skip. Yeah. So once they hit that part, and then I watched probably three filler arcs, which is you know they were short. But, like, I think after the really dumb one where they, like, tried to get the bug that could sniff out Sasuke, I'm like, I'm fucking done. Be- one, because they didn't end that particular arc the right way, in my opinion. You know, uh, Naruto farted and then the bug just followed him around forever, just sniffing his ass. Personally, I wanted it to be the bug did get on the headband, did smell it, but in the midst of the battle leaves and they assume that it died and then you see the bug find sasuke mm. that would have been a that way better that would have been fu- that would have been so much fucking better i was like come on it's like i know this is filler garbage but it's important filler garbage yeah and, you can make it good at least even if it's filler just because it's something that's filler doesn't mean it has to be bad or no away. no and that's why i think like where it should i mean there was filler before the end end and then there was a filler post the end and then like okay just get to this time skip because none of this really matters, especially the ninja ostrich bullshit. I definitely didn't need that arc. 
There's also like 40-something odd fucking Naruto movies that I didn't watch. I saw a couple of them, and they weren't terrible. It's just so many of them. They just turn them out if it was like... Well, it turned into the Dragon Ball Z movies. Like, oh, are we going to end this with the Kamehameha or the Spirit Bomb? So <laughs> it, was a, it, it was exactly the same. I was like, okay, what variation of the Rasengan is Naruto going to win this with? Oh, we get the Rainbow Chakra one. Oh, we get... Uh, actually, I, I will say the one movie that ended where he technically got to meet his dad briefly and fight alongside his dad without knowing who he was. That was actually pretty nice. I'm not gonna they lie. Did that again, Boruto, didn't they? Don't the Boruto it, travel back in time or some shit like that? I didn't watch any of. Boruto. I have. I have not gotten that far. Yes, Boruto with Sasuke technically ends up transporting back to when Naruto was young. Um, so we get more stuff with Jiraiya. We get more. We didn't go that far back to Minato, but you get to see him interacting with his dad as a kid at, at the same age. We get Jiraiya again. We get a little bit more backstory, I think. I don't know all of it, and I don't want to spoil myself on it, because I do want to see it. Because I stopped yeah. watching the anime when it got into filler. It's like, it's kind of, it's like, dude, the manga is, was already so far ahead. I'm like, why couldn't you just do straight anime? It made yeah, no I, sense. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. My, it's, sometimes it's just milking for money. Because uh, I know some episodes of One Piece, like literally, like the story proper title card doesn't start till six minutes in. I'm okay with that, actually. And like it, like some episodes, depending on where you are, like if you're in the climactic part, like the episode is like fucking twelve minutes of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of out out of twenty six, it's like wow. Um, there was um, Dragon Ball Kai. Yeah, cut out the bullshit. Cut out the bullshit. So actually, Rerise does that in a couple episodes right near the end of the the first season, and then a one episode or two episodes of the new season. They literally do almost a full 26 minute episode. It's like they're, they don't do it. They do an intro, but they don't break for the music or the title cards. They just run the credits at the bottom and then they're just going into the content and then they keep going even through the closing credits. Wow. So the music and the credits are rolling, but you're not cutting away from what's happening until like the very, very end. So you actually get like almost a solid 20 minutes of episode because they're just like, we got to pack this shit in here. And that's one reason I really liked Rerise versus the other is that they really give you a ton of content. There's not a lot of filler. There's some stuff where it's like, okay, dumb side mission, but it always really matters somehow. There's actually content to it. There's real content to it. And when you think like all the characters when they first get introduced are all surface level mm-hmm. and then they develop them and you see more about who they are and why they are. And there's actual development. Whereas regular, uh, divers didn't have that. No, like, it, was, it was a bunch of wet blankets. Yeah. Well, they were all kids. And like yeah. I said, that was, that was the view of the world through a kid's eyes. Yeah. Uh, dealing with adult problems as a kid would deal with them emotionally and kind of reactionary. Yeah, and, and like a little bratty, which I guess makes sense if, yeah. you, if, you, if you put yourself in that shoes. Yeah. So, and I, I wish they would just go back to fighters, but I guess they're never going to. I mean, it's, it's so, so long. I'm so pissed that they didn't give like, us the crossover shit they were supposed to. I mean, I just, I mean, there's so much more to explore in that world. Like, you never, you know, you, you don't get to see. You don't get to see Reiji's fucking homeworld. That they just fucking, he just kind of pieced out with that girl, and then you never hear from them again. I'm until like, until the movie. Actual coming of state of you know return the return second of Reggie yeah. yeah like like Josh <laughs> second coming of Reggie yeah exactly uh, 
But actually, but yeah, uh, well, that world you can explore. But you know, I, I haven't watched Island Wars yet, and I didn't. And um, okay, Island Wars is everything wrong with the series. Okay, so, so it's good I didn't watch it. <laughs> but but it does continue the story. Yeah, because it is a time skip from the first. There's a very important character. But you don't find out exactly who that character is until the very end. And then you go, God damn it. Like we want you, you hear about like the original fighters. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like you don't really interact with them again, which is I guess it's fine. Well they do, but because Well because um what's you send him his parts. Yeah. Well there's the uh there's the uh Nils Nilsson. He's involved in the movie because it's yeah. at his facility. Nielsen with his fucking son Goku Estray. Oh, what a kit. What a fucking, what a design. Oh, yeah, that was the other. We were trying to figure out all the build divers MGs that were made. That was one of them. Okay. We forgot about that one. That's uh, that's the wing recon. Uh, yes, though, right? Was that made into a. Yes. Wing Fenice. The Fenice Renasta was, was a MG. The. Build Strike. Build, well, yeah, Build Strike. Uh, the uh build mark two yes the uh why they why they never gave us the amazing zaku made no sense because that was that was an easy one uh yeah, just one kit basically yeah well, camp for amazing also camp for amazing well you already said they weren't camp doing enough so camp for stuff camp for so old anyway yeah. at that point the uh the amazing red warrior does a really phenomenal kit too yeah they came out around the same time as 3.0 right gundam 3.0 uh, oh wait 78. way after Way after technically, because yeah. okay. it, well, it's based off the two like everything else is in the world. Um, it's actually really funny how many kits are based off of the Gundam, considering the universe, and how many things are based off the Gundam. Um, right. They literally are doing it in re- in real life. Um, but no, uh, with with Island Wars, uh, how do I put this? Uh, <laughs> they they make magic happen in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also see a lot more side effects of playing around with the Plasky particle and crystal technology. Um, you do get a semi-sentient Gumpla that is terrorizing the world. Um, and you get the most ridiculous ass pool you've ever seen out of this fucking series. Given the technology, and the, here's the... We'll, we'll leave I mean, the out. technology is magic, you know? It is magic. Okay. However... Here's my problem that they've never shown on screen. And I've mentioned this many times on my channel. So you build your Gumpla. The techniques you use, the way you build it, all matter towards its durability and its abilities in fighting. Mm-hmm. What they never show you or talk about is the programming yeah. of the thing. So that you program what it can do. A beam rifle versus a fucking Gatling gun or something. And how do you have eye fields that work? How do you have any of the movement capabilities, controls, the selecting the special moves and all that? Seriously, fighting with giant glowing balls with imaginary buttons. How the fuck do you do that? Anyways, uh, and piloting it, just go go forward. It's like, what's the difference between go forward and punch? I I always thought it was more like a a Garan Lagan system, where it's like really your thought. Like it's just kind of reading your thought or what uh, your intentions are, because Gurren only has two fucking handles. Yeah, that's all they. With uh, it didn't like, have pedals, no, right? I don't think so. I think it has two handles and a trigger on it. I think that yeah. was all to it. And some buttons occasionally, but yeah, no, that was that was more of a. Uh, well, you know, so with diver or I'm oh, sorry, fighters, some of the movement does matter because it's how you know you get the you know especially with the. Uh, 
what's his face? Uh, Sekai. You know, he's a martial artist, so he can trying to do yeah. martial arts moves. So he's sort yeah. of doing them with the thing. So you have to have some kind of mocap to capture what he's doing, along right. with special moves that are programmed to buttons and things like that. But okay, I'll just tell you. So you're probably not going to watch it. They develop. So in between the end of try and then the movie, they try to develop the super mega ass pool technique utilizing the uh, Kamiki Burning's special ability. So you never get to see it at the end of the series because it's on screen for about two seconds, right? His newest version. So along with the RG system that... Yeah. So with the RG system it already had to really, you know, have the particle flow and all that stuff. Yeah. They give it the ability to absorb particles and use them as extra weapons. However, it's converting other Gumpla, especially its teammates, into particles to be used to attack. So how the fuck do you program that? Yeah. So they use it at a couple times in the movie to do just a big attack. Like, they transport into energy, they go into a certain limb, and then they attack with potentially an elemental attack. Right. The super mega ass pool. So everybody who's with them, all the people that they've brought along, you know, um, you know, all the friends they made throughout the series, all all end up on their side, right? Everybody gets involved in this final battle. They're fighting the um, the scramble Gundam, which is uber powered with the Plavsky particle or Plavsky crystal two. So the new version that's that's how it accidentally gains sentient. <laughs> And becomes super powerful and starts affecting the world around it. So not only are they fighting, it's almost like the the final battle where like the crystal takes over and the whole yeah. arena changes. Everything was a yeah yeah an anime. yeah. So this is what happens on this island, which is why it's Island Wars. So they they're conveniently there like a Pokemon movie, and <laughs> it is it's it's like Pokemon movie two thousand. They just happen to be there and the shit happens. So all of their the, he opens up this particle gate. And all of his friends fly through it. They turn into their own colored particle stream that he absorbs. Goes into each of his limbs. And then they can finally activate the full version of their super mega ass pull. It, jummin, it no joke, summons a giant magical sim, ring symbol. Underneath the underneath the thing, like literally with the unicorn in the middle, the stars and all that shit, just like you know, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. And each one has its elemental symbol, and then from this thing comes the fucking uh, Dragon Caesar, if you know what that is. Mm-mm. So from one of the SD series, it's like one of their gods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, first of all. Let's just talk about the fact that somehow they convert a thing to energy. Fine. It's just not actually happening. You're just seeing it happen. But the fact that they would have to have built said Gumpla. This form. Yeah. It has to already exist. Yeah. It has to be something that truly exists. And I'm like, so wait, you just park this ginormous fuck over here? Because it's like a mega size. Yeah. In, in this case. So like, and then they don't even beat it with like a special attack or anything. They punch it. With a giant hand and stuff. So, it's so fucking ridiculous. I'm like, I think you guys missed the point of your own series <laughs> to some degree. Maybe that's why it was a one-off movie. Yeah, but hopefully that's not what killed it, man. But, I mean, it was awesome to see the Dragon Caesar come on the screen. Right. 
Right. Uh, but it's just like, are they really? It's, it's like, and 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 yeah. Sekai was controlling it, like so they went a little Gurren Lagann with it, like we're gonna summon our ultimate form, kind of. And like you literally have the scramble Gundam, and I've made memes for it. That moment when you know you're really fucked up is like you see a panic on a robot's face, kind of, because it's flying away, like fuck, 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 and then just a giant fucking hand coming after him, and like grabs him by the fucking ankle. It's just like. It was a fun moment, but also like a seriously what the fuck moment. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can see why you wouldn't have more fighters after that. Because, like, there's nowhere to go from there. No, but I, that was what they were trying to do because building up to the world tournament that they were going to finally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then. There's okay. some potential. And so the little girl that was inciting most of this, so random little girl shows up on this island. And then the Gunpla starts reacting the way it did. So her feelings and stuff were reacting with that Plavsky crystal, causing it to do the things. So at one point you see it hovering near her like a fairy, like it's taking her orders, so to speak. She's not doing it on purpose, but her presence caused it to happen. Wild guess who this little girl is. Who? You tell me. Reggie and Isla's daughter. I mean, that would be the go-to guess, but like... How is she there? <laughs> Same way the Reggie was there. Teleported in via Plasky Crystal. Because she, she leaves in the same way. So the re- like, so they can come and go as they please? As long as there's Plasky Crystals on both so, places. Did Reggie never come back? Because there wasn't a stable Plasky Crystal around in the same way. Because you got to remember the one that the, the giant one that they had that they were yeah. you know breaking off. That was like the one. So yeah. there there was hardly anything left on their colony. So the one he had on his wrist and the one he gave to uh say right, yeah. uh were the only real plasky crystals they had left. So all the times time gap, you know, however many years it's been, four or five years. Yeah. Uh they finally had more enough crystal left or regained rather on the colony. That's what it was. See, this is the fucked up part about uh, try, or even fighters. Oh yeah, because it was it was an original fighters. Uh, when he first met Reggie, and he's thought and uh, uh, Raul thought he was strange. The first thing out of his mouth is he from the colonies. Mm. And then when you finally see, I forgot the name, what it was called. It is legit a colony. You see the curve. You see the sky through the screens. He's yeah. literally on a fucking colony that people don't know exist except for fucking Raul. I was like, what? It's like, how does this old dude know what's going that, on? He could come from there. Who knows? Yeah. And, you know, they like, ha- with that storyline, instead of the, instead of, I guess, I mean, they're trying to sell kits as Bandai, right? So, yeah. like, instead of focusing on just fucking power creeping of the kids, like, there's so much story to be told with the people. Yeah. Like, they go back to that world. They could have Reiji come back. I, I don't know. I, 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 I want more of that world. I know, and it sucks. That, shit and I think I, I think when I think when divers is done, they'll go back. You think so? I hope so. I, because well, so that, well, revise is supposed to be good, so I'm I'm gonna. I'm hope, telling you, it's good. I'm gonna hold my breath for that. I'm gonna, you know, hope, hope for that. Because like divers is so bad. That I'm like, why did they do this? Why didn't yeah. they just keep going with fighters when divers is so fucking bad? But if it was to build up to this other great series, that's yes. great. I still want more fighters. I will say that where divers has gone, 
they went in a very literal sense way beyond where the previous diver series began. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Like, cause when you find out the truth of what's happening, it's sort of like, Whoa. And it's literally like, they might, I don't know why, but they might be able to kind of pull both universes together. And that would be good. I'm I'm okay with that. They they if if they play with it enough, if they if they stick with the idea they've introduced, they could technically both exist. Technically speaking. It's weird, but they like, could. It'll be months, months away before I get to it because I'm not going to watch it till it's it, over. It might be months until they come back. Yeah. And I'll put, I'll put it this way. They left it on the episode they did because the next one wasn't going to be a big episode. So they were supposed to go to... You don't want to leave off on a meh. Yeah. So they said they were going to stop at 19, but they stopped at 18. So they had 19, but I guess they went, okay, this is a much more impactful ending. We'll, yeah. we'll end there. Um, but yeah, no, D- uh, Diver, Re-Rise, we'll just say that. Re-Rise, much better a series. I went into it with the same feeling you did. I went into it with zero expectations. Like, okay, the first one sucked. They can't make this better, but I'll have an open mind. Within two episodes, I was hooked. Yeah, because I, I keep hearing from multiple sources that it's good give it a try even though they don't like divers i'm like all right you know enough people tell me one thing it's got to be some truth to it yeah because we all know the dumpster fire it was yeah so it was a dumpster fire now it's good and like i said if that was in older characters that's the only way around it they're all older and they all have trauma which makes for the best backstories Gundam. <laughs> yeah. So Gundam is my trauma, bro. They're much more real people than the kids in First Divers were. Even though one of them is a kid or well, younger person. I, mean, I don't hate having kids, you know, in, in shows. It's just yeah. like it's limited. Yeah. But this one you've got different age ranges kind of they're they're similar, but their character development is in different levels. They're not all on the same it's more, uh, you remember Koichi from the first one, the older guy? So, yeah. you know, he's an adult. He's got more adult mindset, you know. Oh, Sukasa, that was the guy's name. Uh, the one with the uh, no-name asterisk. Yeah. So, uh, they're ever so slightly involved in this. Ever so slightly. Um, But uh, it's a lot more of this is kind of from that adult perspective, especially for the main character, Hirato. Um, I think he's 16? He's whatever uh, later high school is. Yeah, six, six, six so, or eighteen. So six, sixteen or seventeen over there. Uh, he's he's in school, but we don't see much of that. We like that part of life doesn't matter as much. And then his uh, yeah, yeah, I mean that that was good to see of divers that it made it made it more grounded when you see them fucking going to school and having to do classwork. Like I can't go out. It's nighttime. I have parents yep. and. Ch- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it. Like, it makes more sense why you're acting the way you do because you, I'm I'm not forgetting that that you're a real fucking child. Exactly. Um, this one it does get away from that real world aspect because yeah. they are slightly older. Yeah. Um, and deals more with the younger adult area. So, like, okay, we need to go get a job. So, like, his his best friend ends up 
getting a job because she just needs to make money. She's still in school, but needs to make money. So yeah. she ends up getting a, a job at the G cafe that he goes to, to do his diving. And they've had a rift for a little while. She doesn't know why they were best friends growing up. They live near each other. Their families are very close, but she went from being like his best friend to him never talking to her. He doesn't know why. And so in that, in that way, she's also trying to stay close to him along with fitting her own needs and trying to understand. The thing that bothered me about divers is like this huge, like if that was just imagine if that was real life, Mm -hmm everyone would be in there which it seems like it is yeah when you're in the world it's full of people it's it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Why, why is there no like every time they go to the gundam base it's <laughs> i have made that exact fuck i say that's one there room six, only six stations and only they're in there there uh, should be lines the way I, lines out the fucking yeah. door the way i look at it is that that's one room of like 70 like and is it free? Where they getting this money? I, I from? said the same fucking thing. It must be free. It must be a utility in that world. You 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 would charge by the fucking hour for sure if this was real. It, and people would pay. There's I assume there's memberships because they always go to the same places, and I assume that there's multiple rooms, multiple stations. Because same thing happens in this one. You only see Hiroto by himself in the diving room, but also the the. The Gundam base is accurate. I've been there. That, yeah, that is- I, I know that looks just like the Gundam base. Yeah, the, the the clothing store looks like that. The airbrushing booth, same. There's one room with you know like a yeah. dozen or so. Yeah. So like I'm like, wait, so that's just one fucking diving room? I don't. Yeah. But the only thing that was bullshit though, that <laughs> fucking makes me angry in real life is like, like, yeah, you 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 need this part. You go to the injection the- molding kit and you fucking print that part out. I said, you, fuck you Bandai. You don't do that. You don't even sell runners. You can't buy individual runners for parts. Yeah. If you're short on a part on a fucking kit, you got to buy a whole other fucking kit. So I don't know why they introduced that idea in, in, in that world. Well, that's not entirely true. You can actually uh, contact Bluefin and they will send you shit you're missing for free. If but you've never you if, if you've never known that, you can do that. No, no, but like it, I know you can, but like it's, it's fucking process. It's, yeah, no, it is, but. And and you can't like like for instance I don't know how familiar with 40k but you can buy yeah, it's yeah, yeah. rarely available you can be like I need an arm I need yeah. a head you yeah look for it you can't do that with gunpla no Re- like like for my I, I want a set of weapons for my for my goof custom like and, and it's all on one runner but I can't get that fucking runner I can't buy it I have to buy a whole other fucking kit yeah unless you find somebody who who's parting them out. With- well, we'll see. The funny thing is, it's just like IKEA. You go into IKEA and you got a broken shelf. What do they do to replace your shelf? They open up another one. So now they end up with an entire box of spare parts for other people. So Bandai or Bluefin will do the same thing. They will literally bust down a kit to get you the pieces you need. Okay, so my buddy, I I, I know I tried years ago. Maybe it's different now, but like I remember it was being such so many hoops to go through that it wasn't even fucking worth it. No, you're right. You are absolutely right. However, now I got to think about it. I think they have that small injection runner ability because my buddy broke the, uh, so he was building the uh, MG Providence um, and he broke part of the face plate, like this, this section over here on the side of the face. It's like a whole cheek plate. You can't put the head together without it kind of. And so he wrote to Bluefin to replace it. And mind you, that's part of a runner. Yeah. When he got it, it was its own little individual thing. 
Like they printed that corner of the runner. Oh yeah, I mean it depends. It depends on the kit. Um, I I know I know you you've seen like some yeah, runners yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. together. So they can they have the ability. But, but what I'm saying is, it wasn't like all of the pieces near it. It was by itself on its own little runner. So, because I have it, so I get so he could compete, so he could finish it. I gave him the piece off of mine, and he yeah. gave me the piece when it came in, and it was legit, like only that big, like on its own. So yeah. I think they have that power, but it's not a mass thing. So if it did exist, if G cafes or let's I don't know, give us a fucking American Gundam base, <laughs> right? It's like, it's like. Bandai of America was a thing forever. They legit could have built a factory fucking in this country and had its own distribution, had its own, like, call it Amer- AP Bandai, and had all this shit that we could have always had here. And it's a thing. And we yeah. could actually help get it to Europe because Europe is starving for fucking Gumpla. Yeah. It's, and- like, it's like money on the table to not pick it up. I don't know why. But I, I feel like maybe it's a Japan thing because there's multiple companies i feel that way about and the japanese companies like are very just just more not out just na- not kind of nationalist in that in that manner yeah like, keep I, it I keep it like, Japan. Oh, they don't realize they don't realize like how popular the shit is elsewhere maybe like they kind of like have their blinds closed to the rest of the world i like, think for, for I, japan you know they sell most of the shit somewhere else i think that's that's 100 percent. but i think it's also the limited thinking of we'll keep it mostly here and then we'll send portion to the rest of the world but you realize it's like 50 50 it's like 50 50 the rest of the world is at least 50 percent of your market yeah and i don't understand it but i think it's changing i think with the way bluefin and bandai are now together it's changing how things are done here in america more mass retail so you're not having to go to a hobby store which sucks for hobby stores but, but that's also different with like like um in akiba you can go to there are certain stores where you can buy used kits off yeah. the shelf. Yeah. In baggies. Someone like, yeah. just have the shit in a bag. Or parts. They would have, you know, a leg in, in a fucking bag and mm-hmm. or like a whole like a Toys R Us with um mm-hmm. like a pack. Like parts. A, like a comic book store with their uh, bath box. Like you exactly. know yeah. So like that like so so you know I I did do that. It's fucking great. Yeah. I can't imagine because it's easier there because it's uh, concentrated. Akiba is nerd town. So yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Like where would they have something like that here? I have no idea. It would have but to be at least have an online store, or consignment store, or something. You would think. Well, if it was up to me, which it's not yet, but it might be, because uh, a buddy of mine uh, just got because our hobby town closed. Like we had like one of the most profitable hobby towns for models and RC in the country, and mm-hmm. because its owner was a dumbass, uh, managed to run it into the ground and get it closed. So there's a an affiliate on a, in a different part of town, you know, Hobby Town adjacent, but not a Hobby Town store. And my buddy did both. He he worked RC counter. He developed a huge following in the RC, RC counter. But he's been a modeler for like 30 years. You know, he has the ins and outs of modeling and now everything. So he's starting. He had just got a job at this other affiliate store. And he said, hey, you know, I'm going to come over here more than just RC. I want to build up your model selection because they're mostly RC and trains. That's like their niche. That's a niche. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole other side of the hobby. Yeah. So he's like, look, if I come here, we're going to do this. And he's like, is there a market for it? And he went, I know at least 300 people. He's like, okay. (laughs) So um, 
that's the kind of place, because it is a hobby store, that I could see that happening. If you've got spare runners, if you've got spare bits and pieces, like you did a kit bash and you've got leftover shit, I could see it happening there. Either consignment or whatever. Because I've got... I don't need, uh, about seven boxes of what I call junkyard. Yeah. You know? So yeah, but... expanded runners. So like um, the, I don't know. Dude, where it is now. The fucking uh, Faz, you can have so much extra parts. Oh, the Faz has so many extra parts. Yeah. The yeah, fucking uh, Andrew Stein has a shit ton of extra parts. Yeah. Cause it's got uh, normal Sananju parts and then Stein parts. The yeah. um, amazing, no. Yeah. Amazing Exia and then dark matter Exia. Come with everything to build a regular Exia and some part to build the Exia R2. And then all of the amazing Exia or Dark Matter parts, depending on which one you got. Um, so there are legit five extra runners in that fucking box. Yep. And I have both. So I've got like ten extra runners between just those two kits. The Fenice Renasta, same way. It's got some regular wing bits, some wing zero bits, and then it's regular bits. It's yeah. a and tons and tons of tons of extra parts and then IBO stuff because you'll buy a Gundam that came with a whole bunch of these other things or the grays. The grays is my favorite grunt suit. Um, I have pretty, it's pretty good. I have all but one. I'm missing one grays kit. And it was one of the very first ones. And it was a P Bandai and I cannot get it. Um, It's it's it gives us hope that they have, we have P Bandai America now. Yeah. But getting old kits is going to be the hard part. New stuff makes sense. Older yeah. stuff's going to be hard. But yeah. it's the uh, Gaelio Schwalve Grays. So after he got it from McGillis and then repainted it purple, it's yeah. the only one I'm fucking missing. And a guy picked it up for me in Japan, and then I never managed to get it from him. I don't even know if he still has it. Hmm. I need to I need to try to hit him up. I, I just lost contact with the guy. He already bought it for me. He was going to give me some double O kits. Um because they're still kind of available there here they're iffy i feel i feel like once this corona shit blows up they're just going to be overstock everywhere because of all the things that are just sitting waiting to be shipped that's that's true oh you i mean you're gonna be busy (laughs) (laughs) well my wallet will be busy um i I, I mean i have a significant backlog already and i'm still buying shit because new stuff's finally trickling you're a gun are you a gunpla fan yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't fucking talk to me about being a gun plop and you don't have at least five kits on the back burner. That's not you're a not, fi- you're not a fucking real fan. You don't have five kits on the back five, burner. Okay? Five kits is not a backlog. <laughs> that's, that's a start. That's, that's a, when you start calling yourself a fan. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I mean, I've got flame toys kits. I've got figure eyes kits. I've got Star Wars kits. On top of all the other new Gunpla. And I w- I'm never trying to keep up with the new stuff. Because yeah. I'm not in Japan or Korea or wherever. So I can't yeah. get it day one and get the review out in a day to get the views. I build it when I get to it. And people come to me for my fun opinions and or customs. Like I've got a ridiculous IBO custom that I've been working on for like three years. Because oh. it's a kit bash of like eight kits. And oh. I have n- I'll, I'll send you pics of it so you see where I'm going. Um that's fucking awesome. I'm I've got bored. <laughs> I legit with your twenty kit backlog, get bored. <laughs> but I no, I get it. Sometimes you just want to fucking mix something. Well, but... well, like for my for double October, which is my uh, which is my theme month every year, mm-hmm. I usually do between fifteen and twenty five builds for that, and I usually have to crank that out in like a three week period. Wow! In in 
and actually for one of them I did 26 builds. No. Yeah, 26 builds in 34 days, including a perfect grade. That's great. I did perf- I did perfect grade XE in 19 hours. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. No, it took me too long. Like cuz like cuz I always I always build with the idea that I'm going to paint. So like I fucking yeah. see I fucking sand everything yep. like it's perfectly prepped. So it takes me days to build yeah. one kit. You were going for quality. I had to go for quantity. Yeah, like I, I can't. But here's the thing. So I, I did. I did one day a perfect grade in one day is just fucking crazy idea to me. And that's with panel lining and that's the lighting addition too. So everything, the whole thing, weapons, all that built in 19 hours. That was a very long two days. <laughs> I think I built till 1 a.m. Went to sleep, woke back up to finish the weapons and armor. Um, but that being said, I finished the my record currently was six HGs in like a day. That's fucking crazy. Technically speaking, it was over the course of two days, but in that amount of time, because I, yeah. I did I have to sleep and I did have to go to work. So I and that's with painting details. So they were GNXs, so they're missing gray and other details. So painting the details on for all of them. And for Jinx Week, I built a kit bash custom in two days with full paint job. I was just in it. I'm like, this is the groove. I I have to get the shit done. I wish I could fucking work that fast, man. I just don't have it in me. Like, it's it's a mental block for me. Like, I just. Oh, I I get it. It's like OCD. when When it's quality, I take my time. When I just need it to be done to my normal level, I can speed through it if it's a kit I've done over and over. I can build an HD grays in 45 minutes. So, because I built 22 of them at this point. Um, right. And I did a custom kit bash in one of those, along with some uh, scratch building. Took me three days with painting. Um, but once I had the idea in head, I just plowed through it. Paint wasn't great, but I was rushing to get it done for kind of a contest, kind of not, just a community deal. Uh, it was a grunt suit thing for Halloween, so I went with darker colors, blacks and yellows, and then uh, and then just kit bashed it real quick. Um, most of my best work is actually done really fast. <laughs> it's like it seems like the slow stuff. Like my star destroyer looks fantastic, but I also did it kind of quick. Huh? Yeah. So if you need, to, if you want to see pictures of that, it's up there. So it's a review and the build logs. Um, let's see here. One that won me a contest. Is this little guy? Haro? It's a Haro. But he is super weathered. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've never seen a fucking done of Haro before. Yeah. He's... You guys internals in there, too? Huh? It's internals? Yeah, so they have some internals already, but I added wires and I added the Terminator eye. And he does have an LED. I don't think it's got enough power left in the battery. Let me see if it'll come on. Oh, it does. Okay, I don't. If you can, yeah. And it's a it's a flicker candle, so it actually blinks. Yeah. So cool. this this was a day and a half. <laughs> However, people that can work fast boggles my mind. But here's the thing: I had it planned, so I had been practicing the weathering techniques. So I had the layer, the chipping, and all that down. I had planned out at least in my head the blown out eye and that whole area and at that work at that point it's just work Hmm. and i don't believe in 
you know, I, I follow Adam Savage's idea. It's like, it can be done quickly as long as you're willing to live with your level of shit. So <laughs> it's like, if your level, of, if you, if you start increasing your level of shittiness, you know, good, but you know, you're, when, when your standards of your own shittiness are really high yeah, and you can manage to get shit done quick, then it's worth it. Like I said, I knew what I wanted to do. I just had to get there. You know, and the the thing that took the longest part was running the LED. It was my first time wiring my own shit. And he's he's semi-bolted to the thing. It's held in place by the wires going up into the LED. And I won a contest over my friend's, like, two-week uh, paint oh. job. It's like, it took, like, two and a half weeks to build up a uh, Zone of Enders Anubis. Ooh. Oh, that's, that's yeah. a good design. That's a fucking beautiful design. I hate the kit. I mean, I can imagine. Like, he's got floating wings. Yeah. But like six folding wings, not, like, it's not. It's just not a good so, kit. It just I mean, isn't. Zone of Enders in general, like yeah. I don't. Unless they're bigger, I can't imagine a small Zone of Ender kit being any fun at all. I mean, it's the size of a Master Grade. Finicky. Yeah, it's super finicky because it's Kotobukiya. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have the fucking Knights of Sidonia kit. That I still haven't put together from. Fucking oh Oops. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. Um, so he did. He entered. He entered that in his RG Sazabi that we call uh, Chokosabi. He did it in kind of a desert scheme with browns, different kind of lighter browns and stuff. It actually looks like a chocolate marshmallow. It's kind of funny. But he actually got, he placed with that, not the Anubis that was painted up like Iron Man. Oh, damn. So it was reds and golds. Look, look gorgeous. So they're like, that's a great paint job, but we like the realism of this one. It was, and it was um, uh, IPMS guys doing it so real modelers looking at techniques and yeah. so I, I brought this i brought my flame toys bumblebee that i customized and i brought my uh where is he my custom uh ball ball haro thing so it's it's hg ball put into the mobile haro and then i made a custom haro damo weapon for him to use and he's like thor so like the weapon is the thing that gives him his power. I came with the whole fiction behind it. Hold on. Ow. Okay. I'll take the normal one out for comparison. Damn it. It's so back heavy. So this is kind of just for us. <laughs> okay, so I coincidentally found out that an HG ball is roughly the same size as a Haro plug. Yeah, and will fit. it just fucking fits in there. Yeah. All it takes is just one like plug. It. Yeah. So this is what we call a ball and cup. So a combat utility pod. Nice. Yeah. So I, like I came up. So I already had this ball set that I had already painted this way. So normal one and then a painted one. So I painted this one to match the color scheme of that ball. But then I added the ball arms coming out the front. Did all the other stuff around that. But there was the custom weapon. With a haro top. With the haro on top. And because. <laughs> so it's a ball and cup. And yep. a kendama is a ball and cup toy. So yep. that's what it is. It's even on a chain. It can catch it on either side. It can use the pile bunker. But the idea is that like this was him normal, and then he picked up the Harodama and turned into this. So it's like their version of Thor or whatever. You nice. know. So some kind of weird Haro fiction that I'm coming up with. I actually want to talk to Pinkerton about maybe making the uh, the Temple of Haro. Because I want to I want to use the figureized mechanics Haro as like and paint it up like a stone statue. Yeah. But its its eyes will light up, so that's where its source of power is. And then have more of these 
in the background as statues for the old warriors that came before. You know, and actually have a cool diorama for it. That that's that's down the line. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So, but yeah. it sounds cool. But so this cool custom work, the iffy sticker job, the Haro was the one that made me win or got me the win, just for technique alone. I'm not yeah. thinking any of it, anything of it. It's a day and a half build for me. It was cool. It was fun. But they literally came back to me three times with questions. Hmm. They're like, yeah, interesting hey. techniques. Yeah, they're like, hey, so. And then my, uh, my buddy's son brought a regular Haro play, like, you know, to, to the kid division. And yeah. I was like, this is what it started as for your base reference. This is what I turned it into. And like uh, one guy that I know who is a fantastic builder and customizer, he said, once I showed him that that's what I was bringing, he decided not to show up. <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, even it's like, I'm not being humble. I'm just thinking that my shit isn't worth it. Like, I was just like, what? Like when they said I won, I'm like, they were, they were, they were, they were looking for something specific that you didn't know what they were like. Well, I guess nobody really knew what they were looking for. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, obviously quality mattered, but it yeah. was the the technique because they're they're just modelers. They don't care about the fiction. Yeah. So, you know, and then just adding all the extra dirt in there, and it said like this thing has a visual story, like, and it's not not just cool looking because you can. You know, it's not too hard to just paint something that look cool. Exactly. But, yeah. 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 Transformers pulls that off. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> you know, we, any of us with any kind of experience can pull off a nice candy coat, you know, yeah. and it'll look great. But yeah. But technique wise. Yeah. But he's like, just, they kept coming to it. All three of them, you know, it's like they had three judges, the store owner, and then the guys from the actual organization. And then they just kept coming to it. Like everybody else, they just kind of fast passed. Except for the mm-hmm. ones they were really interested in, like my buddies Sazavi or Sazavi, Sazavi, yeah, <laughs> mouth is tired. And so I was like, when I saw what they weren't looking at, like despite the quality of my other two builds, that's not what they were looking for. And so when I actually showed them how the LED worked, and they're like, it's like, and you just did this on your own. I was like, yeah. It was like, it's like I never played with making my own. I've done pre-wired stuff. Yeah. Even even buying the the Mr. Hobby LED kits and stuff like that, but and I was just like, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, that was an, that was an easy win. And I was like, it was just me doing something fun because it's real simple. I mean, like you can see under it's there, not, yeah. nice as a creativity thing. Yeah, it was creativity, but technique. It's like nobody else showed anything close to that. One dude did some weathering and things like that, and a minor, very minor diorama stuff like that. But as it went, nobody else rot a game like that yeah so um i need to check to see when they're doing their space their next contest so they're breaking it down military vehicles gundam-esque things and then like spaceships and stuff because they didn't know where to put them so i want to bring my star destroyer for that Cool. because i learned three new techniques to do the star destroyer it's like i wanted to send it to bobby to look at and he's like eh. <laughs> Like I think he just didn't want to ship it, which is fine. I, yeah, it's yeah. a big fucking. And also, like, you probably don't want to break it. <laughs> it's not. There's really nothing to break. It's it's a brick. It's a self-contained brick. I mean, you're not gonna fuck anything up except trying to turn the light switch on. You know, which you don't. You know, it's not that hard. You know, I do it with a spudger. You know, although I do want to customize it to have its own uh, USB power. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to build up the base because everything's self-contained in the ship. I want to actually build up the base, 
put a USB power under it and add the switch there instead of having to open it up and yeah, reach right, in and right, flip the yeah. switch just to make it so much fucking easier. Cause it's a fantastic, beautiful kit. Um, but either way, we're, we've just been going forever. We're at just under four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. A lot. Of, yeah. I, I knew that this was going to happen, so it's fine. I mean, that's why it's a day off. I can do whatever I want. This is what always happens. Me and Bobby went for like four hours too. And I edited, oh. and I edited it down to like three. So, but that was really fun. But that was also a very specific, I was really interviewing him. This I knew was just going to turn into nerd. This was bullshit. Yeah. This, was ner- this was nerd talk. This yeah, is- this is a fucking podcast now. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, like, see, this is why I couldn't come on Nerd Rage Radio because it would go too long. <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, we. It depends on the day. Sometimes we still go long. Like we used to do three hours all the time. Yeah, but when you're sitting, when you're sitting in the same room, it's easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, like face to face versus just audio is different. You know? Yeah, exactly. You guys can have a little. And, you get you guys have adjusted well though. Trying to like it's still it's still very different. Like we it's not the same. Yeah, know? we want to go. We'll go back to it as soon as we can. Yeah, I. I can't wait for that for you guys. It's going to sound like a totally different episode. I mean, the I mean, the Maryland's opening up this week. Yeah, we're so, we're like we we you know we're safe, so we're going to play tentatively and just see where things go, see if there's any spikes or anything like that before. We you know we're doing okay down here in Texas. Some some cities are still on the rise, but that's because they were behind the curve, anyways. I mean, uh, they were behind the testing. Like, like that's one thing people don't realize. Like. Like the tested cases, yeah, and like actual cases that exist in the world aren't the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, we'll never know. We will never know okay. how many people have it, but right. locally, they are they are the, the in in my city because I'm not in directly in Houston. <clears throat> testing is still going on, but people are definitely just at the point like, fuck it, if I get it, I get it, and I'll go take care of it. So it's yeah, almost okay. like I'm not sick. I'm not going to go get tested. People who are getting sick, even the ones who are sick and getting tested, the numbers are going down daily. So, so we're doing better. We haven't, I think we've gone a few days without death. Good. And I think even locally, we've only had 60 deaths. That's not bad. I mean, no, that's not bad at all. I mean, it's not good, but it's not bad compared to what compared to New York. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like this. This thing is on its way out somehow. For now. For you know now. Whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, it's never really over for a disease until we have a cure or a vaccine for it. So. Yeah. Which they're fast-tracking pretty well. So yeah. they fast-track the human trials. Hopefully it goes well. Other treatments seem to be working really well. Certain medications seem to be working really well. Yeah. It's not a cure for everyone, but it's progress in the right direction, which is what right. we've needed. Some people just fucking get a cough one day. Some people don't or the, run, or the runs. Yeah. Or some people just fucking die. So like it's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Some people die in 24 hours. Throw your hands up. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah. We... I, mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's why we shut down. It's a danger of it. You don't know what the fuck is going to happen to people. Yeah. So and but... better safe than sorry is usually a decent way to, you know, go yeah. about things. Yeah. See, we're in phase two already here. You guys just cracking into phase one. But you guys were way closer to a major epicenter than we were. Yeah. I mean, like. You know, one of the nursing homes down the street from us got yeah. hit real hard. That's what so. happened. That's what happened here. Two nursing homes. Most of our deaths came from several nursing homes. Yeah. Um, as unfortunate as that is, but 
it, it's fortunate and unfortunate because that's kind of an easy easy area to predict versus yeah. everywhere else you know yeah it's like okay it's here we'll just it's not it's not a surprise it's not a surprise it's not like fuck what we're gonna do now like we didn't expect this yeah you know? the the real once we determined where a lot of the main sources came from here uh because apparently a lot of local cases started with a single tent at the houston livestock show and rodeo mm-hmm. um which they finally traced back to when people started actually answering the questions um since we weren't we're not allowed to trace people yeah um either way i don't want to get into all that but either way hopefully the world is finally changing for the better when the yeah. glo- when the global market can finally get back rolling things will start leveling out the fear the fear is dropping down now we just have a whole new problem to deal with right now it's like I'm we're not, we were not a, fine. a new problem but a, a problem that we finally have to deal with it feels like well i don't even know if it's going to come to that but it's it yeah it's it's been a char- it's been a charged problem for a long time yeah it needs to be dealt with yeah. somehow that whatever whatever keeps causing this particular problem i'm not going into it but whatever keeps specifically causing this problem needs to needs to fucking we'll, get handled will get handled it it has to regardless it's yeah. like we can't keep doing this okay. you know and it's like we we need to find unity somewhere I mean, we are where where we are now because it keeps happening <laughs> that can be saying for basically every problem we have yes. so we need aliens yes <laughs> aliens if you're listening <laughs> elon call your home planet tell them <laughs> <laughs> tell elon musk to summon summon his actual overlords to come down and bitch smack us a little bit into reality it's like <laughs> <laughs> or everyone just needs to watch anime and chill the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm I finally have gotten my wife to watch Avatar. Last Airbender. Uh, oh, it's fucking great. Fin- I, mean, I watched it like multiple times I did, 10 years ago. And now that it's back on Netflix, we can finally watch it again here. I think it's on the same um I put it on the same pedestal as Batman animated series. Yeah, it is. It is. But like she's like I once I when I told her Avatar, she was thinking blue cat people which i i i think that thing is fucking overrated and overhyped and i don't like it i know i remember y'all, 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 yeah y'all, i think y'all talked about that recently um but uh she thought it was a series based on that oh okay but yeah. i mean that... and then when i told her when i told her it's like no it's not that and i told her it was a quote-unquote cartoon she's like i don't want to fucking watch no cartoon and i'm like baby shut the fuck up we're gonna watch it. We gotta get through the first cringy four episodes, and then it'll start getting good. All anime, you gotta give it at least three to four episodes to like yeah. those legs. Yep, like that rule of three. But uh, she's we're about ten episodes in to the first season. She's engaging. She's actually laughing. She's qu- commenting on some of the characters, stuff like that. And so I can tell she's getting there. But I, I'm the one who got her into nerdy stuff. Like so, she she knows of things, but yeah. I, I got her into Marvel. I got her into the DC shows. I got her into different things, other kinds of nerdy movies and stuff like that. So I'm just very slowly getting her into things. Yeah, it's like it's when I'm done with Avatar. You gotta over, over like 
you know, override the stigma and and stereotype that's been inbuilt to a n- uninitiated, a normie. Exactly. When you tell a normie what a cartoon, you're going to watch a cartoon or an anime. That's for what kids. The is very different than what exists. That's for kids. Why do you watch that? And then I say, you love Moana. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I was like, says the girl who every single time Moana comes on, can't turn it off. Or, or here's what's really funny. She loves the movie Grease. That is a fucking cartoon. Yes. Grease is a goddamn cartoon. 100%. They break out into song and dance. That's a fucking cartoon. Gangsters. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, that's a fucking cartoon with real people. Don't come to me. Was saying you can't, and actually, you know what's funny? You know, she won't watch anime with me or anything like that. She does think it's dumb. Obviously, I'm working on that. So she comes home from work, and I am legit watching the All for One versus All Might fight. Oh my god, that shit! And it's and it's right at the end. It's right at right at the end, all the way up until the post fight speech. And she was engaged. She was watching it. You can't not be. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like. What? Compelling. Yeah, no concept of what's going on or the characters or anything. But she's seeing that it's something. And I'm in tears. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Dude, oh that episode changed my views on several several pieces of fictional media. Yeah. And then there's there's other times where, like, I got her into Doctor Who. Uh, at least uh, newer the newer side. I need to... Digestible. Yeah. I think that's so, a good, good way to get... get an, normally into into our world yeah you got but my 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 magnum opus i think will be uh getting her to watch firefly and enjoy it <laughs> but then she's <laughs> but she has to know I, my I, pain I, joe <laughs> how would you get someone into firefly now why not everybody should be a brown coat god damn it everyone must know my pain hey also just last note before we go here I got fucked up on that too. I did the same thing I did with Gundam Wing. I watched the movie first and Serenity. then I watched Serenity <laughs> first and then went back and watched the series. I feel like that's more normal because Serenity was pretty popular yeah. in the, at the time. That, yeah. you know, I remember it being pushed like commercially. Well, it had to be because it was brought up by the fans. The, yeah. fa- the fan That was the, like, the first instance of fans' reaction having an effect on directly on Hollywood. Yeah, but then it never fucking went anywhere. <laughs> well, it didn't have to. It didn't have to go anywhere after that because the fans yeah. did it. Well, retroactively got people into Firefly. So like, I don't think the order in which you watch this really... I, in this case, no. But yeah. I knew what Firefly was when it was on TV. I just didn't watch it because yeah. that that's the power of how bad Fox screwed them over. 100%. I saw what it was. I knew of Nathan Fillion from Buffy. Yep. And it was a Joss Whedon show. And I, hammer. Yep. Exactly. Captain Hammer. And I and I love in Castle they have Captain Hammer and Firefly references. Yep. It's fucking awesome. So let's go ahead and wrap this because it has gone on for fuck off ever. I'm gonna break this into two episodes. So I'm gonna <laughs> have to this shit way long and edity. Hey. But I just went I just went with it. I was like, but, hey, if you wanna talk, I'll talk. Shit. If you're talking but, nerd, we'll hey, talk nerd. I knew you could talk. I was aware of this. <laughs> I've I've heard your like forty minute rambles on Nerd Rage, <laughs> and, and, and everybody else is just like I think even Chris probably got up to go do something else while you were talking. And then, it's like I guess in, I've 
is, is Joe still going? Yes. Yes, he is. It's fine. Give me one, man. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, it's been fun. There's no complaints. It's just literally like, we should probably stop. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, been it's awesome talking to you. Like I've never talked to you like, in, yeah, you know, directly at all. Yeah. It's been, and, it's been great. And thanks for having me. Oh, of course. I'm like, well, who the fuck wants to hear me talk about bullshit? Me. But if you do, then me. I'll talk to you. I don't even care if other people don't get to see this. I mean, it would suck for my, you know, space of computer and, and internet. And time, yeah. But, but I mean, I, I, I've enjoyed the time. Yeah, exactly. This is like, it's not a waste of time if you enjoyed the time you wasted. So cool. this was this was a ton of fun. I certainly enjoyed it. I will talk to you again. Like, yep. one way, shape, know. or form. And I wouldn't mind talking to the wifey as well. Or if we could do a Gundam build together, that'd be fun. Um, she does one every Wednesday. So okay. but we can't do a group build. Uh, I'll talk to her about it. She has a huge backlog of bear guys. <laughs> she, right. all, she has all. She has G Gundam is her favorite Gundam of all time. You can't convince her otherwise. G Gundam. We're gonna end on this. I also love G Gundam, but it's not a Gundam show. I caught it at the wrong time. Had I watched G Gundam when it was on air, yes. I know I would have liked it. Yeah. Trying because to watch it was the first of its kind. Yeah, trying Before, the other shit. But trying to watch it after watching real Gundam series as an adult, I think I got five episodes in. It's it's fun. You you might want to give it if you have well, not that you have time. You have time, give it a go. But just pretend it's not a Gundam show. No, I even not. It's just I couldn't. Like I I no, I gave it a fair shake, dude. I really did. Like if you like Gurren Lagann, I feel like you would like. <laughs> See, everybody says that, but I tried. And yeah. Like I said, when if if it if it was when it was new, new, I know I would have liked it. Yeah. I would have liked that art style. I would have loved the super robot stuff that's happening. Yep. And I liked the cheesy wow. super. But I like okay. So put it put it to you this way. I prefer new Voltron to old Voltron for that same reason. Yeah. Same story done way better. Yeah. Not to I mention, agree. now if they came out with G Gundam now with modern animation and slightly better storytelling, I guarantee you, I would definitely be on board with that silly shit. I guarantee it, and yep. and somehow Domonkashu exists in the world of Build Fighter Try. Yeah, another reason. I it. The fucking Master Gundam was in the last episode. Fucking, she was fucking jumping up and down. Yeah, well, he was on screen. I don't know if you, like. No, I'm talking about the Master Gundam. Yeah, what, yeah. What's his, Oh, when uh. What's his, the old, not oh, uh, the other dude's master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. He has a master gun. Yeah, I forgot about that because they did the whip thing where he literally spun him into a giant tornado in space. Yep. Because that's how that works. You got him. Okay, I knew what the shining finger was when Sekai does. Yes. That to the denial. Yes. I'm getting chills. <laughs> like, dude. Okay, a, but I love, the I love that. Yeah. I love. You love what came out of G Gundam, but I, you, I love you what G Gundam. Yeah. yeah, I love you what G Gundam. Yeah, I don't like G Gundam. I like what G Gundam. G Gundam is my Beast Wars. <laughs> 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 it's like, I totally. It's like <laughs> it, I'll use that reference. It's like I don't like it as itself. Yeah, put, all she has is G Gundam kits and Bill Fighter kits. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. It's great. Like that's what I always give Bandai credit for. Like. They were able to bring everybody together. Somebody who said they will never have anything to do with Gundam versus a diehard fan 
got us all into it mm -hmm. together. Yep. And on the the girl fan base, the female like there's, mm -hmm. I think Bill Fighters got a lot of girls into Gundams. Yeah. That uh, never before. Uh, my wife uh, never built anything before. Her first couple kits were either Bear Guys or uh, Bill Fighters kits. Right. So yeah. yeah. So like, then that's again why divers is even worse in comparison when how good <laughs> <it> was <laughs> but i will watch re-rise when it finishes yeah well god knows when that'll be well like i said you can watch the you can watch the first half and leave yourself with a really nice cliffhanger and you'll you'll feel satisfied but want more because i feel like that that's your foot in the door to make sure you want to watch it versus... I'm, I'm gonna watch it okay okay yeah I, i'm definitely gonna watch it yeah. and then and then when you're done watching that go watch our reviews Oh yeah, I don't want to spoil it. If you have, if you have spoiler reviews, there are spoiler reviews that yeah. we we go through the episode chronologically, going over every little detail, stuff like that. So if you want to watch the episode and watch our reviews, also like I actually, uh, I went a little deep whenever that when it came back, they showed us an alien language on screen and we actually translated it and learned shit that was coming later. Wow! And then retroactively went back found more and we're like holy shit like this was on screen and they're only just now addressing it but we figured that shit out in like episode one of the Fucking, new that's true nerd power right there yeah so now i have an alien alphabet written down here it's just it, it's one-to-one -one english it's just you got to figure out what that is yeah, but it's, still, it's still fun it's, yes. it's a decoder, decoder ring kind of yeah. thing yeah and i was apparently the first person to do it so nice. I, I started spreading that shit we, we've gained more and more viewers every week because we're one of only like two channels are even going over the episodes, and we're the only ones going over it in depth and finding things in theory crafting. So, but guys, if you if for, for everyone out there, if you have watched this long, which I assume is in a two part thing, thanks. I don't know, like three people left, maybe. <laughs> Nobody watches. They might listen though, because other people you know might listen. But they're like, "Yeah, we've heard Joe talk about this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know Joe. It's okay. But uh, what do they need to follow you on anything? No, I'm like, you find me on NerdRage. Or just I'm, go to NerdRage. Well, I'm not. I'm not a hidden kind of person at all. If you want to talk to me, just find me on NerdRage. I'll yep. be there. So there you go. Go follow NerdRage Radio, and while you're there, go follow Crashbox Customs, and then Bobby. And all those other things like that. They're all cool dudes. So now I have to have Pinkerton on, except I feel like that's going to be a fairly short conversation. <laughs> In comparison. And you want to talk about, to, to him about diorama building and resin and the 3D printers. You, you that's that's why I would have him on, logistically. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think... And also his whole reality show idea that he came up with for, you know, doing the dioramas and showing stuff off like that, I'd be down for. Yeah. So, all right, guys out there, hope you all have a great day, great week, whatever time it might and I forgot to do the motto at the beginning of this and it really really works for Joe so the motto of the Shoki Nerdcast is you may not be a nerd for everything but everyone is a nerd for something so we'll, ca it. we'll catch you next time and this is only the first one I've done this year so <laughs> <laughs> bye guys bye